The nature of monkey was irrepressible. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Late Night Asian Action Cast. Uh, I'll be your host today, Sam. And uh, tonight we're joined by lots of uh, special guests. We've got Christian. Say hi, Christian. Hi, Christian. Uh, we, ha- we have Scott. Hi, Sam. We have uh, Rachel. Hi. Hi, hi Rachel. And, and Nathan. We have Nathan. Howdy! <laughs> Holy shit. That, that scared me. <laughs> and, and also we have Michael. Hi, Michael. Hello, sir. Yes. Uh, so tonight we're going. We're just going to chill, smooth, ease you in, and uh, maybe talk about some monkeys. Talk about some monkeys and some wet stuff. Maybe some coffee and some coffee. So strap yourselves in and enjoy the ride. I don't know if monkeys and wet stuff in the same sentence is. Yeah, and that was the best advice I ever got in my life. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> uh, so. What I would want like to do, uh, Scott, you suggested that um, maybe we talk a little bit about the film, how we came about it. Did we uh, even say the name of the film? No, we haven't said it yet because it's going to be on the thing when people download it, so they're going to know what it is. We should still say the name. All right, let's say the name. Everybody, one, two, three. I forgot what we watched. <laughs> what was it? Called? Oh yeah, that's right. It's Drunken Monkey. Everybody, one, two, three. Drunken, Drunken Monkey. Monkey. Drunken Monkey. So, Scott, your choice tonight. Please explain. Where did you get this film? This is one I picked up in my 2003 trip to Thailand, uh, along with uh, some other ones who I've mentioned previously before. I got this and I looked at the cover and I was like, ha, that looks like someone would pick that up and think it was Drunken Master. <laughs> and I thought it was like seven baht or something, whatever the, the, the price was, the exchange rate was pretty seven good at the time. Millhouse? <laughs> so I picked it up and I, I haven't opened it. So I've had that in the plastic shrink wrap since 2003. Yeah. And then we busted it out for tonight. 2003. Have not watched it once before this night? Shame on me. (laughs) So I was interested. I had a look to see what else was around in 2003. And Nathan, you thought this was a 70s film. Well, I thought it was a 70s film from the name. I I hadn't seen the cover. Everybody said, okay, we're going to watch some. It was like... What are we going to watch? Are we going to watch The Villainess? No, I can't watch The Villainess. Too new. We'll spoil all the plot points. It's like, well, what else are we going to watch? And it was like, what was the high school one? Uh, Once Upon a Time in High School. That's a Korean one. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in High School. That looked all right. Mm. And then it was like, Drunk Monkey. It's like, well, I like 70s films. That's what happened in my head. I was like, boop. <laughs> I like 70s films. Let's watch that. You were a fool. You thought it was going to be Drunken Master. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought it was going to be a knockoff from the period of Drunken Master. <laughs> Like, you know, all those Bruce Lee, Lai, Lu, Lee, Lai things. I thought it was going to be like one of that. But to put it in perspective, the other films that were around in 2003 was like Kill Bill. Um, I think The Matrix was around as well. So, you know, if I didn't know that... Yeah, but what was happening in Hong Kong? Well, not much, apparently. <laughs> but uh, you mentioned this is a... Who, who said there was a Shaw Brothers flick? I think, Scott, you were saying that it's Shaw Brothers. According to fact-finding website wikipedia.com... It's also on the box as well. It's got Shaw Brothers on the... the Now, are we sure that it's the Shaw Brothers? Boom! 
Now, That's all I'm going to contribute to this talk. We're getting some mixed information because according to that, it says it was the first movie they made in, ten, in a 10-year, like they had a 10-year break or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a, it, the Wikipedia entry said it was the first Kung Fu movie made in 10 years. We'll edit that after this podcast. Sorry. Well, maybe they'd made other movies. Maybe they had all that cowboy stuff and that gangster stuff because they, made, they were making other movies. They were making other movies. But they said that... <laughs> They didn't actually, I think they said they didn't start production again until 2009, between 87. So I thought, mm, shit. But I mean, like, they were working their television, on TV. Yeah, their television station is going gangbusters, so. Oh, this might have been a TV movie. Well, I mean, there was at least, you know, one actor I recognised from their television channel, so. Who was that? The sidekick guy. Oh, uh, what's Mostly his name? a TV actor. I, I can't oh, remember. Know. can't remember, but yeah. We do all our facts. Searching before we come to these parts. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I did recognize the main. Well, actually, he's not the main guy. the The most recognizable face for me was um, the director, who uh, is one of the main characters, Lao Kaluan, who's an old school action martial arts star, and he's been in a lot of these films. Yeah, he was. He was in Drunken Master Two, right? Yes, he was in Drunken Master Two. Uh, I don't think he was in Drunken Master One, but he's done quite a few. He, he's done a few like yeah. drunken. He's he's very. Um, I find his movies drunk, just drunk all day long. I reckon no, he just he made this because it's just to cover up his drinking. It's all this. He doesn't do that many like um, movies where he plays the fool, or you know what I mean. Like his movies are very dry. Well, he doesn't play the fool in this. No, he doesn't. He's, but he, he's serious as hell. His motivations he are like all messed he'd up. He'd be a joker. That's that's what. Yeah, like I, I think it's more fun watching someone like Beggar So get drunk than watching Lao Kaluan yeah, get this drunk. Yeah, guy, this guy's not funny. He's, he's not a mean a fun, drunk. Yeah, he's a mean drunk. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy that you go to the bar and just beat people up after he gets drunk. Correct. You can't take... Well, all the drunken martial artists are the ones who get drunk <laughs> and beat people up at the bar. But at least they're having fun. He just seems like he's trying to stop his... Surly. Surly? He looks like... He's surly. He's, he's surly. a surly dude. He's a surly guy. He's the master. That's why he gets his film made. Yeah, well, hmm, all right. That's what I think anyway. It's true. It's true. Um, should we start with the plot? Does anybody have any random factoids? Is there a plot? Yeah, there, there is, is a plot. plot. There is a plot. It, it, it moves around. Um, we have to say, it was a bit hard to nail down the time frame of this movie setting. The period. The period. Seems Why? to be opium wars, but also there's, there's definitely cowboy looks to it, which is kind of era appropriate to a degree. And kind of like um, 30s gangsterous. Yeah, but every, some stuff. people are wearing like sneakers. Yeah. But like not, old, like not old sneakers, <laughs> but, but, but like the tone, sneakers. the tone is so weird where you go from like um, ridiculous comedy to serious kung fu, kind of like, you know, crying action. That's par for the course in the Asian action cast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of uh, dramatic license and costuming license. Oh, yeah. I just think they threw... I think this has something in common with... Uh, a Yakuza Apocalypse. I just think they had all this stuff on the back back lot somewhere, and they're oh. just like, let's just put it all together. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that felt the way. Yeah, basketball is cool right now. Let's put a basketball oh, scene yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, like that wasn't even invented at that point. I got to say, like the first ten twenty minutes or so, where it's all sort of Wild West and hats and trench coats, is super interesting and cool because you don't get, uh, as far as I can tell, you don't really get a lot of that in. Hong Kong stuff. It yeah. was weird seeing a whole bunch of... Because they weren't wearing the trench coats at the beginning. They were wearing like, uh, I don't know, like the traditional <laughs> Chinese clothing. And then they got into them. Yeah, but they're wearing cowboy hats. Yeah. You know, yeah, like... On top of their head. Yeah, on, sitting yeah. at the, in the bar. And I think there's only one guy with a horse. 
at the time. Are you sure there's no, there's not more than one director for this movie? Because I feel like the cowboy, the stylistic stuff is is hit partly him, or maybe he's only the director on paper, and there's somebody else. Because usually could, it's could very be just, strange. Like, how often in Asian or uh, Hong Kong films is there a second unit director? There's very often that there's a normal director, like the director for actions, the action director, and then there'll be the movie director. But in this, it's just credited as Lao Ka Leung as the I director. can't imagine he would be responsible for those ridiculous comedic scenes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't we, know. we were just okay. bitching about how he was not very if funny. If it's been done after ten year, a 10-year layoff, sometimes you come back with a different perspective on things. And and a lot of... If you look at 90s action movies, a lot of them, majority of them were... Um, they moved away from the violent 80s stuff and got buddy comedies. Maybe they tried to influence with that. Yeah, buddy comedy. Did, as, as I think we're all saying, it's a, a little bit of a mis- mishmash. The whole movie's a mishmash. Yeah. But can we actually go back a step? Can we start with the opening credits, which is just some people doing oh shit? Kung, it's some some people just doing kung fu uh, beside a sign, a yeah. blow up sign, a Chinese sign. Yeah, and it's it, they're in t shirts. It's definitely got nothing to do with the film. What what does the sign say? I didn't see the. What what was it again? <laughs> I translated. It was, I can't remember. A weird ass sign. Oh, it said eighteen just say something like system or something like system. that. It translates as system. Okay. Like a way uh-huh. of doing things. So I don't know. So it's, it's probably the like... monkey system. Yeah. Maybe. Well, <laughs> so, or the so drunken monkey. Don't system. think about it too drunken much. Drunken monkey is an actual system. No, I don't yeah. think about it too much. I, all think right. it's just... all right. I was very surprised. All right. So then we get past that, and then we get to these guys, and they're they're getting on horses, and they're going. Whoa, to some... whoa, whoa, whoa! Sorry to interrupt. All right. That opening scene. Uh, where they're doing the moves against the backdrop. Yes. That just looks like a Wong Jing film there. That looks like a Wong Jing film. That, 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 just the opening scene. I didn't see any titties. I didn't see any <laughs> dicks. There wasn't any food anywhere. I feel like there's directors fighting again. and goes, I need this serious kung fu scene at the beginning to cement my place in this D- film. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This is going to go down in history as one of those seminal films that people are going to study. So we need something really serious at the beginning. <laughs> if they find the booklet, which has all got the oh, moves man. in it. Yes. So thank you for uh, bringing that up. I completely forgot about the opening sequence. I, it, was, it has nothing to do with the rest of the film except for the last two seconds of the film. Oh, what, when they come back? Yeah, and to him just standing there in a one pose. Yeah. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I've just spoiled the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he lives, people. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe he doesn't. The protagonist lives. Oh, we're going to call him the protagonist? No, no. <laughs> I was just playing. What are we going to call him? He did, we're going to call him Bill. Okay. We're going to, because we know his name, his name was Man Bill. Man Bill, yeah. Okay. So the prestigious man, we're going to call him Man or Bill? We're going to call him Bill, because they call him Bill. Yeah. Huckle Bill. Um, Uncle Bill. I have no idea what the fuck he's doing at the beginning of the film. All right, so they're going to they're going to meet someone or pick something up, and they go into sort of a den of iniquity. There's definitely a gang on the other side, Mm. and they meet a cop. So the cop's not there really to do anything, it's just a random... Hang on, hang on. I think you, this is where I think you guys were fluffing around the beginning. The, the beginning part of this is they're at a, 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 it's like a truck stop for horses, yeah. basically. That's a good description. Go. <laughs> yep. Right. So they're, and the, his, the, the main uh, master's brother is basically smuggling opium and he picks up a package from wherever the, the, some guy coming along, tries to hide on his horse. What happens is the cop character comes along, we'll introduce in a sec. And needs to get away because he's, they found out he's a cop undercover and he's chasing him. Oh. Getting chased by the thugs that had the opium. Shit, Christian, I thought you fell asleep during that. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone paying attention? <laughs> you were the only one paying attention. You we were sly talking. motherfucker. <laughs> 
So essentially, he needs to borrow a horse to get away, and he goes, oh, I need to borrow a horse. I'm going to take the one with the drug stuck on it. <laughs> so that's how they end up with the horse. That's how that's the cop ended up with the horse. And he fought, he fought initially until he goes, look, look, I'm a detective. I'm trying to get these opium smugglers. Can you please give me a horse so I can get away? Oh, that's and what then Man Bill being the like dude going, oh, yeah, that's, that's really important. Have, have my brother's horse. So he gives him the Not his own horse. Not his own horse. Mm. His brother's horse. That happens to have the opium in in there. I just want to say that the uh, the detective hung is played by Gordon Liu of uh, of well, I mean he was famous before Kill Bill of but the Liu family of the of the Liu family, like Liu Kang, um, <laughs> and he was he he was in this film at the same time he was shooting Kill Bill, and he looks I, I said he looked aged, but I didn't realize that it was a two thousand and three film, so he still looks good though. For his age, and he actually gives the film a really nice, solid presence because he's quite warm. Yeah, this movie is missing like a leading like actor, charismatic. Like he, he's Gordon Liu kind of owns the scene. Yeah, anytime yeah. he's on the screen, he's he's the guy. Yeah, and he's referred to a lot as the hero in the film. Like he's a heroic character. Yeah, but People... he's in the film for like seven minutes dude, total. Dude, don't spoil it. All right. so, sorry, bro. Yeah, that's all right. Sorry, but then that he, him, and uh, Lao Ka Leung have like a little scuffle. And um, then they realize, oh, we're buddies, right? But they, they, they fight enough that they now know each other really well from their Kung Fu or something. I don't know. Essentially, the two main, uh, the, the, the older actors get it on. <laughs> as a, as a, like, it, literally, there's the two oldest actors in the whole thing get there and fight to show these youngins that this is how the pace of the movie is going to be. Yeah. Rip headphone users. <laughs> <laughs> Snap. Um, yeah, so anyway, he rides up with the horse, um, bad guys come steaming out, and they go, hey, who are you people? And then they unfurl the flag of their delivery agency, which I can't even remember. DHL. Yeah. DHL. <laughs> yeah. FedEx. FedEx. Yeah. UPS. Yeah, yeah. basically. And Toll. Australia and show Post. the name, and apparently this delivery agency is like revered, so the thugs don't want to mess with them, and they yeah. walk off. I kept thinking of... Kevin Costner in the Postman. Postman, yeah. It's post-apocalyptic kind of environment. Well, if you think about it, before there was like society, like going from one city to another city to deliver anything was probably a nightmare. Yeah. So well, before there was a post-apocalypse, there must have been a the society. Yeah, there a was pre, a, a pre-postal system. No, yeah, a pre-society almost. A pre-apocalypse. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Rain and shine. It does explain why all the postmen in this film know martial arts. Yeah, they're all. <laughs> Evil with the weapons as well. Yeah, and wearing fucking trench coats like yeah. Brotherhood of the Wolves, you yeah. mentioned. Yeah, yeah, they've all yeah. got the, yeah, the, the, the coats all go above their nose. Yeah, French Revolutionary tile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mark de Coscos. So, in that scene where after they have that scuffle, and then there's uh, the, 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 the brother, what's his name? I don't even know his name. Um, the sidekick. Oh, Pow. Oh, Pow. Man Pow. Man Pow. Man Bill, Man Power, are they related? Yes, yeah. they're brothers. Oh, they're actually brothers? Yeah. Oh, That's why he to business. Yes. I thought they were just brothers by association. They're actually related. No, no, no. no right, so, so, it's a bit of an age Why, why don't we call the, the, the main character um, Man Power and then the other one Man Bear Pig? Half man, half bear, and half peg. Do you see it? What? <laughs> 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 Shit. All right, so they're, they're actually related. All right, so the brother, Man Power... Um, he talks to the boss, the leader of the delivery agency, uh, right? That you've got they they arrive at their destination with their package that they're delivering as a delivering agency. Yes, and they unveil the secret package to be a jade stamp. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they say, is it real? <laughs> so he picks it up, looks at it close, and then the check is he gets a piece of paper and stamps it. <laughs> and they compare the stamp to to another piece of paper that's already been stamped. Yep, it's real. It's pretty authentic. It, it's pretty authentic. Yeah. This it's not a, a potato. <laughs> <laughs> well done. This gives us the ability to fake the emperor's <laughs> signature. Uh, <laughs> oh, but he does hand it off to like imperial people because they're wearing the imperial uniform. <laughs> okay. And yet in the background, there's people with tuxedos and three-piece suits. Exactly. So it's yeah. a bit of a mishmash. Anachronisms again. And they're not old, like you say three-piece suits, but there's definitely some suits that I'm pretty sure are pretty common now in this movie. They're not oldy, oldy kind of suits. <laughs> yes. So anyway, um, they're all like celebrating and pouring their booze into plates for some reason. So Spilling like a lot of booze. I love booze and throwing it in their face as will become the symbol of this movie, throwing booze in your face. I love Scott's comment every time somebody <laughs> Take a shot. <laughs> it was like... They they shoot these scenes and it's a pretty impressive shot. Like the camera's shooting down and they're all sort of grabbing these bowls, uh, literally bowls that you need a soup out of, of booze. And they're like, hey, and they're just spilling it and shit everywhere. And it's like, want to reshoot that? No, nope. okay, keep going, keep <laughs> going. Also, the One little shot. the little fight scene that we've had so far, the the few skirmishes. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive so far. Oh yeah, yeah, really well choreographed. They've been all right, yeah. Yeah, well shot. Yeah. So the um. The kind of leader of the trading company, who's not Man Bill, he's the stand-up leader. I'll call him Bangle Man. Bangle, Bangle Man. Anyway, he, he goes up to the side with Man Pal and says, hey, w- what about that secret package, you know? And then Man, Man Pal has to come clean that he's lost the opium because the other dude gave away the horse. So they're all a bit upset because uh, that appears to be the main money-making business on the side mm. money for everything that um, Man Bill has no idea about. Yeah, he's before the we go righteous on, one. Before we go on, I think we should... The reason we call him Bangle Man is because he wears those metal... That's, as they're talking, he's like doing a, a set with his like iron rings. Iron rings. Yeah. yeah. I kept thinking of uh, Kung Fu Hustle with that uh, the um, gay tailor guy <laughs> and he's got the bangles as well. I was like, he would have been way cooler in this film. <laughs> and just so we, like, everybody knows, there's not like one or two. He's got like 20 on each fucking arm. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's Sha- What's it called? Like Shaolin bangles? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Shaolin bracelets. I think it's called Shaolin bracelets, actually. Um, it's, oh, no. It's Iron Fist. Iron Arm. Somebody talk hurt, to me. It's hurt a lot. Yeah. Metal. We just yeah, keep they're like heavy. Let's just keep going. Iron to everything. Yeah, Iron <laughs> Monkey. The Iron Shirt. Tony Stark will suit. Iron Chef. So, uh, yeah, I didn't realize that the Bangle guy was actually the boss of the UPS delivery system. I, I won't yeah. call it UPS <laughs> anymore. The, are, are we 100% we'll sure he's the boss? He's the, he's he's like, the leader. He's the co-boss. He was the one that was, like, presenting the, the J thing. Like, the, the man bill was, like, the head delivery boy, and he was, like, the... The management representative. Philip J. Fry. The only reason I bring it up is because I, I felt like when the brother took over, like the, the, the business was how the business was because Bill was all like old fuddy-duddy guy. And as yeah. soon as he's dead, he's like, I've turned the business my brother had into this trading company. Yeah. Anyway, like we're getting ahead. Yeah, well, he's maybe, dealing... maybe he's like silent partner or something. Yeah, or maybe but he's, he's like maybe he's a... got the connection to the drugs. Maybe. Well, he's got that. Well, pals, like... It's not, it's not particularly explained... Who the hierarchy is, so we're just let's keep going ad libbing as we go along. Bill's Bill gets home, and it's somebody's funeral that he sees the opium. Where, where does he see no, the no, opium? No, no, he he goes to his brother's house, yeah, right? and he walks inside before his brother's ready, 
and walks in on people smoking the opium in oh. the house. And they've got the pipe and the paraphernalia there. And he goes, what's this? What's this? And starts yeah. smashing it all up. Drugs. <laughs> and Powell's like, shit, drugs my bomb. Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, mustache, mustache. <laughs> what, I don't, what I don't get about this is he, the brother, look like uh, Bill looks shocked. Yeah. But Bill has opium on him like yeah. that he found. That Bill he, knows. He's, he's yeah, like, he knows. He's figured out that he's smuggling the opium. So he starts questioning him. I hear you're into whores and gambling. Yeah. How do you pay for that shit? Pal's like, nah, man. Nah, man. Shit, dog. Don't even trip. I ain't touch no drugs, man. <laughs> nah, man. And then Bill's like up in his face and he's like, do drugs. you smuggle drugs? <laughs> and he's like, nah, man. And then Bill pulls out this whole fucking like Package stash of drugs of, from yeah. the horse because apparently he palmed it before he gave it to the cop because there's no other possible way <laughs> he got that package. So he's known he this whole it. time. He's known the whole time. God, fucking Bill. Anyway, rips it open, says... That's it. You, you like rubbing our name in the dirt. I'm going to take you to the cops. Yeah. So he goes to drag him outside, and uh, he's confronted by his wife, his brother's wife, baby son, so, yeah, two kids, infant daughter, and, the whole household, the whole, the whole household, yeah. all cowtowing, Cow- cowing yeah. on their knees, going, "Please don't take yeah. my husband. Please don't take their dad." <laughs> blah blah blah, and they're totally guilt tripping the shit out of him. And Powell's like. Look what you've done. I'll go. This is what's going to happen. And I just thought, man, this is the most ham-fisted fucking dramatic irony that I've ever seen. Trying, real trying to put the, the family pressures on him. So he eventually decides, okay, I'll give you another chance. We'll, we'll like go without the drugs. So we cut to the next scene where they're on the horse up to the next delivery job. And it takes all of them apparently to deliver I don't even know what. It's like the whole company's out there. Yeah. The yeah. From this point in the movie, things start getting good. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the point where we start to go, okay, the mist starts to rise in the valley ahead of them. They're in some sort of forest with, I, I want to say bamboo, but... Yeah. Yeah, those sections of this film are actually quite well shot. Very um, picturesque. They're pretty. I could, I could tell it was a forest because there was trees. <laughs> bamboo <laughs> trees. So, so manpower... Rides ahead for a minute for for some reckon. Uh, no, 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 because no, no. it's misty. You, you missed a bit, mate. Like, he goes to the, the main guy goes to do it, and, and the brother who was smuggling the drugs. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me do it. I'll go out ahead. So he rides off ahead, and they're all waiting. And then and the then guy's the horse, horse comes the horse back comes without back him, without the rider. And so his brother goes. So oh, my brother's runs, there. Runs off to find what's happened, and comes across a, a man lying face down in the middle of the road. Gets off his horse, walks up to him. To see who it is, turns him over only to be stabbed. Well, no, first he gets hit over the head with a brick of opium. We assume so. It's oh, a yeah. white powder of some kind. Yeah. He throws the powder in his face and stabs him at the yeah. same time. Yeah, and so like he's, now he's got a knife in him. Terrible yeah. waste of drugs. Trying to twist it too. Yeah. We're trying to get that in there. Like, I'm going to open that. Did wound you see the so knife? At, did you see the ni- knife at the end of that? It actually was twisted. It was there a was twisted a, knife. Twisty. Yeah, yeah. The knife, the blade itself. Maybe yeah. that's why it never heals. No, we'd still eventually heal. Yeah. There was whiz fizz everywhere. That straw. There was a lot of whiz fizz. <laughs> anyway, the wound doesn't heal because of that and the truly heroic amount of alcohol this man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he catches. He stops the blade and proceeds to beat down his brother um, on the floor, and then kicks him into a tree, and then goes, "Hey, hang on, shit! I am stabbed in the stomach." I better go get some help. Let's go back to you know, the other the group because there's like the a whole bunch of them. Because they've decided to, we'll just stop at this cantina on the side of the forest and wait for, for some this. Reason. Yeah. Also, I think his brother justifies like, I don't want to be delivery man in your city company. I want to be rich. Yeah, I, don't, I want to be rich. I don't want to be it's this all your underling. Fault that you're trying to be like straight up and stuff. So I'm just going to. Ain't no money in the street. Ain't no money in, in this fight. Like 
Lauka Leung, uh, what's his name, Bill, he's showing off like these weird monkey moves, I guess. He's doing yeah. like lots of monkey pounds and jumping. There's lots of like tree, fucking bamboo tree jumping. I always thought, I, I thought it was like that, um, you know, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon shit. It was but, just like jumping in but, trees. But more like a monkey, less like a floating angel. Yeah, yeah See, like a floating monkey angel. You know, the, the other bit that um, it was weird because <clears throat> it's suddenly like they're in that forest, right? And then suddenly... Forest with the trees? Yeah. Suddenly they're not. They're at this cantina on the side. Yeah. And then... And then they're in a small village. And they're in a small village. Yeah. <laughs> it just sort of jumps from one... Like well, it's we have no idea how far that man can fly when he's flying through the, yeah. through the bamboo. May, maybe the idea was that he ran Traveled off from 40 the miles to the cantina. He lands else. on the table in the cantina. Maybe the white powder was cocaine and he made it in record time. <laughs> maybe he was just having some weird hallucinations. I was like cocaine! <laughs> He shows up on the table and everybody is sitting there. And I thought it was a bit weird. I was like, "Man, this dude's bleeding, covered in drugs." Yeah. <laughs> and you're all just sitting there. there. You got to help me, you know. This dude's doing drugs, and then he looks in the faces of everyone and realizes everybody's doing everybody. The drugs you're the one who's straight. wrong. Yeah, yeah. You're the odd one out, Bill. So you're the one who's to, wrong to try and beat down on Bill. Oh, how many guys are there? There's like twenty guys. I'd say twenty. 20. Guys. Yeah, all pulling swords on him, and then it's just like. He fights pretty well. Like, it's well choreographed and he beats down a lot of people. Yeah. But he doesn't kill anyone you mentioned. No, no, no. He, he, even at one point, he gets like a, star, a bladed, a bladed like, staff star. off of someone yeah. and he's hitting him with the flat. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're fighting 20 dudes and you're already being stabbed. At some point, you might, might need to thin the herd. Yeah. Like, you might need to kill a couple of these people. But he doesn't. He doesn't kill any of them, so he loses. Well, I thought it was because he was trying to be righteous, right? Like, he's trying to, I'm not going to kill my brothers. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> what anti-druggers are righteous? <laughs> he goes on like the fight goes on for a while, and it's it good travels. though. It's really good. He gets beat the shit up too. Oh yeah, like they they really do a number on him. They cut him up, and they he gets s- out his bangles. The guy gets out. Yeah, the bangle guy gets out his bangles. That scene looks fucking bad. Like he gets his hand caught in there, and it's like, oh, oh, ow. Oh yeah. Do you want to explain that? Explain how his hand gets caught in the bangles, Scott. Oh. Uh, peek behind the curtain here at various points during this movie everybody sort of got up walked around and complained about the movie and they got told to shut up by someone else and got told to pay more attention then we all got up and did different things i can't remember i just remember his hand was jammed in there he was doing like his his you know open-fisted hits and he sort of slid along his arm into underneath the bangles and got yeah. caught there yeah. and then twisted and sort of dragged him around and with all the fake blood everywhere obviously and um and then he got thrown off at yeah. one point, and then then they were doing the beat downs with him. Then it sort of mo- the, the, it moves onto a bridge. It moves onto yeah. a bridge. All of a sudden, they're in the middle of a village where it was sort of in a canteen. And for a second, I thought we we're going to get a village destruction. Yeah, a la Shogun's Shadow. No but we way, didn't. nobody. And does. then all of a sudden, Man Pal jumps out again with the giant pole and and takes to smacking the shit. Yeah, out Yeah, and there's pilot. definitely like a bit where there's a there's either a dummy or a different guy with a. With a mask on, it gets hit in the gets side hit. of the neck, neck and just yeah. goes straight down. Oh, that was Cracked a big hit, though. Yeah. 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 Feels it, yeah. But um, somehow he stumbles up and twists and falls over. No, because he, he lays there. Yeah, he, he acts dead, dead for a bit. Acts dead for a bit. Yeah, and then um, his brother... Playing possum. His brother, Powell, stands next to him, and that's when he grabs his foot and, uh, yeah, yeah, and throws him. stands up and... Did they kick him into the water? No, no they, they got a giant pole. Room. They, they pull a, a tree out from somewhere and just fucking... Here's a tree I prepared earlier. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Christian, you, you're not really a big fan of wire fights so much as you prefer your Jackie Chan-style choreography. What do you think of this fight scene? 
When they're not jumping around the trees and trying to leap from side to side, it's actually fairly well choreographed. I mean, it's not... This is probably what I'd call a, um, a medium or not quite... A little bit higher than B-grade um, fights. It's not... You can tell... Um, it flows well, but it's not top tier. It doesn't look like... I mean, you can obviously tell there's gaps in between. It's probably more camera placement than anything. But it, it, it's for what it is, it's well well shot, fluid, just... Could have been edited better, you mean? Yeah, I mean, like, there are times when, like, there are hits and that and you don't see any powder and then there are times when he, like, steps on the ground and there's just, like, this plume of powder going up, you know? It's like, to me, it's, it's as I said, this is probably a, a medium-style fight where there's... It, it's probably, I would say camera placement would probably, is probably what's hurt this in the fight scenes because, again, like you can see big gaps between the swings and, mm. and things like that. But for what it is, it's, it is well done. Um, like obviously, you can't compare it with something like Drunken Master or, or mm. things like that. But, but you want to. Well, you have well, to. They're, yeah, all, they're all tears, man. Sorry. It would have been much better if when he got hit with that um, battering ram, somebody had said, like, make like a tree and fall off the bridge. <laughs> Or something like that. That would have been pretty good. And at this point, do we cut? Yeah. No, or do we no, get no, the no. woman first? The woman. We, we go, yeah. So we, he's obviously fallen into a river. The river leads down to a wider shot of little girl on her little raft, you know, taking her vegetables to market. Uh, I wouldn't say little, little girl. girl. Yeah, I'd say like, like, like... She's like, an adult. Oh, she's an adult. She's like a... Yeah, teen, I'd call her a teenage adult at that point. She's an attractive if she's woman. A teen, if she's a teenager, she's 19 going on 20 real quick. Nah, she's fully grown. Yeah, you wouldn't be going to jail for thinking in decent things about her. I was her. thinking in decent things when they were all over them later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It's a funny scene later, but I'll come yeah, back to yeah, it. Yeah. So... Yeah. So she's on her, I want to call it a raft. Yeah, that'd be correct. That would also, yes, I would agree. It's a raft. That's a technical term. Technical term for and, uh, <laughs> a, a, a little raft that she's directing down the river. And a little, um, little uh, uh, Easter egg here. That raft is made from wood we found in the forest, which is made from trees. <laughs> <laughs> Please carry on. So oh, We just blew somebody's mind. <laughs> So she's going down the river, and what do you expect to go and hit in the river? A speed bump. <laughs> so she hits a pile of trees, I think it is, and gets thrown from the raft, like to to the floor of the raft, etc. And gets all pissed off, starts pulling out things. All of a sudden, she reaches in to pull something out and pulls out a hand out of the water. I just thought this guy was doing his best um, Jason Voorhees impression. It was from, pretty from good because then he goes and flies out the he flies water. out of the water he jumps out of the water onto like the, the raft, like, like the best uh, butterfly swimmer of all yeah, time yeah that's right yeah they don't get their full bodies out of the water but he can and he's so, half dead he's part <laughs> dolphin just flush I think at this point I was making some coffee or something because there's a dramatic tone shift here yeah, well, yeah. this point on so, no, so it cuts after about five seconds you go oh, and then he goes one year later one year later <laughs> So we don't need to see any of the, the aftermath of it. It's just like one year later. Now, at this and then point, we go to Asian Chandler. Well, I want to just go one step back. Is it this point that we get like the bad guys like going, essentially telling you what they're going to do or does that happen? No, no. no that, that happens later. Happen yeah. So then, we, as, as Christian was alluding to, we point to the, the B plot of the movie, I suppose we'll call it. Um, so we this mansion in town and there's an artist drawing a picture of a monkey and um, he pulls away the, the picture to reveal a, a guy strung up behind in certain poses with ropes. Um, Introducing our main hero, action star. I don't even know his name. I don't care. <laughs> Wu Jing, Wu Jing, whatever. Wu Jing. 
Do you know him? Do I know him? I don't care. Do we care? You've yeah. probably seen him in heaps of films. Wow. Mr. Yeah. Bland. You don't remember Mr. him at all. Yeah, Blandler like, from Friends. The- he, is two- <laughs> <laughs> he is 2003 handsome. <laughs> he is 2003 handsome. <laughs> we have to say, like, he's meant to be the, the leading actor, I suppose, in the movie, apart from, you know, Manville, but yeah. he just feels like such, you know, the B side character, buddy. To quote Ford McFarlane, he has as much charisma as my left nut. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is early on in his career, so maybe he's improved, but I've never been a fan of him anyway, so whatever. No, no. And <laughs> he, does, he doesn't play like a... He plays... He plays a psychic. He doesn't play... Yeah. He plays the comedy psychic. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, he almost acts that way throughout this movie. So anyway, uh, the, the artist is, is getting... Him to do pissed monkey, off with him because yeah. he's not doing, doing the, monkey the monkey pose right. So he gets his mom. Of course, the the crazy mother is <laughs> a lot of these movies have to. Uh, She's no Josephine you know, Sow. Get out the stick, oh, and, man. and beat his legs into the right position, and then proceeds to show him all the different moves of the monkey, and then he does all the monkey moves all over. A lot of uh, I want to call it wire work <laughs> with actual ropes. It's rope work, yeah. Rope, rope work. work. I just want to point out too: that this mother is not it's a little mali- S and M. This mother is not malicious. She's genuinely concerned and loves her, these ki- these kids. But the <laughs> she's, she's so crazy. She's crazy, but she's not like malicious crazy. She's like stupid crazy. Like yeah. you know, the overbearing mother kind of thing for the... But it's taken to the nth degree. She starts singing at one point. It's not good. Like, if if anything, I just don't want to dwell on these parts of this film, so I'm just going to shut up. So for the next 45 minutes, we'll be discussing the mother. Um, (laughs) Well, the last 45 minutes have been a pretty serious drama about betrayal and death and all of that stuff, right? And all of that comes to a screeching halt to introduce you to two wacky, zany kids. <laughs> that is the exact tone that they've just turned up and it's all of a sudden turned into like a Stephen Chow film and now it's just like... <laughs> Sam, on a scale of Babe from Fong Soyuk to your favourite lady. Yes, Fong Soyuk. To the mum. Wait, wait, Amy Kwok. Amy Kwok, if you're listening, <laughs> I still think you're great. Um, who's mum? What? Who what now? Amy Kwok's mum. Rate, rate the mum in this movie. Rate Amy. the mum? I thought I was going to get to rate the attractive girl. <laughs> You haven't seen her yet. The, hey, I just said she's no Josephine Xiao. And Josephine Xiao, if you're listening, I still think you were great in Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> yes, Rachel. Yes, because I know where she came from. Are we getting confused? With and movies? what strip club will she be appearing at? What? Josephine Xiao wasn't in Kung Fu Hustle? Uh, are you sure? You sent me that photo and blew my mind. I thought it was no, the same No, not the same movie. Oh, my God, it's not Josephine Sao. It's not. All right, sorry, lady from That's Kung Fu Hustle. Sayo. You're not, yeah, you're so not like, Josephine huh? Sao. Am I getting it wrong? Yes, Josephine Sao, call me. <laughs> but yes, no, the mum in this movie, three, maybe. Three no, not, 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 not on the attractive scale, on the crazy mum scale. Oh, crazy mum scale. I think she actually is pro- pretty high. Everyone's mother. Man, I, I totally did not understand the question. Um, yes, no, on the crazy scale, she's, she's pretty crazy. Oh, she's, I was just being mom silly. Scale, she's off the charts. I was just being silly. She's more annoying than that. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, Wait, hang on, Mike. You seem to understand what the hell's going on here. Can you explain the relationship dynamic between. Because I don't understand it okay, all. Okay, so we'll get to the, the fam, fam, familial relationship in a second because as this scene, as they're doing all of the. the Artwork. He's drawing all the different monkey poses that he's now doing as he's running around the room, acting like a monkey. 
then suddenly the father comes home, adding to the family dynamic, <laughs> and they say, in "Oh the no, we have we have to stop." Like, happens in all around. of these movies. What's up with it's the, the straight ass dad? Yeah, it's like the yeah. straight ass dad. The mum's overprotective. They've got to hide all the dumb shit that the kid's doing, and mum like totally looks after him the whole time and hides his bullshit. Yep, yep. I think it's the family everybody wants to be like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't so anyway, want to be. The dad comes in and uh, they're trying to hide everything and, and obviously trips and falls through one of the. He slips on a banana. Slips on the banana peel, that's right. Hilariously. Because the, uh, the guy acting like a monkey is eating a banana. And, he, and throughout this film, like for the first. The first part of some, his Some film. plantation got fucking paid, son. <laughs> He's always eating a banana. It's not my banana. But there's banana. bananas in the background. There's bananas just there's bananas everywhere. thrown everywhere. This, yes, they bought a lot of bananas. Fucking took this monkey theme and ran with it. Yeah, Shit. yeah apparently. So, he trips and falls into the room where they're pretending to be monkeys, tears down things and comes face to face with what they're doing and, and does the question... Where their dedication is to studying, was it? I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really important to learn all those ancient Confucian poetry shit yeah. at this point it's in time in history. That. I think Disney protests like I'm going to be a superstar artist or something like that. Yeah, something about the the Chan family. I think they're called, and and we're going to be famous. Blah blah blah. Anyway, for some reason, it then it pans that he's fallen in front of the guy that was acting like the monkey, and and he goes. Oh, uncle. So you go, oh, okay, so he's like the nephew. And then it turns out in this, this whole family dynamic, so there's the mother, the son who's the artist. So the artist, the artist guy is called Yip. Yep. And the uh, main character, Wu Jing. Jing Wu? I don't know. His name's Tak. Tak. So Tak and Yip. Yep. So anyway, Yip, Yip's the artist, mum, overbearing son, and the dad. Yep. And then Tak is the nephew, but he's actually the son of the elder brother, which makes him the head of the family because he's inherited so, effectively as, as so the main. his dad is the other guy's... Elder the brother. Other, yeah, the, the dad. The, the other, dad's. dad that features in the movie. His elder brother. So uh, in the family lineage, he's okay. technically more honorific. Uh, which, which he goes to point out by... Bearing the the family line, which he has conveniently on a piece. Very of like well, you know, it's kind of like a Mel Brooksy type. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Mel Brooksy. It's supposed to be funny, but it just bored the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plot beast. Like, grand uncle. Yeah, he's grand uncle, and yeah. and he, that's a running joke too, because he's young, yeah. right? Young and and everybody makes fun of him for being like the the artist guy keeps calling him grand uncle. He's like, don't yeah. call me that. Grand uncle tag. Anyway, the the plot unfolds as is, is. Oh well, you have to go off to study because they've decided that they want to study the. Monkey, monkey-ish? Monkey-ish fist. Monkey-ish, the monkey-ish fish. fist. Fist. Okay. No, I prefer monkey-ish fish. We can fish. go with that from yeah. now on. Monkey-ish Are we going to talk about the basketball scene? I think yeah, that's yeah, that's before. where we're going oh, okay. To. So anyway, so they send them off Man, you really to... weren't paying attention. <laughs> they send her off to this school, which is run by Dr. Sun Yet Sen, I think they were talking oh, about. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I think oh, that was man. the joke that they were kind of making. He was killed by Donnie Yen earlier, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so they go off to school, and, and then it cuts to a scene where... Kids are playing basketball. Now, this is where we become even more screwy with time. Oh, by this, by this point, we've definitely seen some, some shoes that don't look era-appropriate. Yes, they had vulcanized rubber at, in like the early 1900s, but... 
Not that car. I saw a Rolex, damn it. <laughs> there's a watch, there was a car, that the, the suits. Bas- the basketball and one of those fake hoops with the plastic base, you know, the stand-up ones. Oh, yeah. That's, you fill it with like, water? That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what they were playing. This movie is outside of time. Yeah. Yes. It's in an alternate reality. So, um, Tack. Yes. Great Uncle Tack. Great Uncle Tack shows his... Uh, Formidable skills on uh, beating up the basketball players, pretty much. Yeah, well, he cheated. You missed why they're beating him up. Basketball players decide they're going to push around Kip. Kip. Because, you know, basically they're they're dicks. He's a pretty boy. And so, great uncle goes, Oh, I'm not going to put up with that. And then he just goes Jordan on their asses and just start dunking on them. Yeah, yeah. He's talking smack. in front of everyone. Yeah. He He doesn't really. Take them out as much. He just kind of like. He doesn't like, really want to fight them as much as, yeah. as he's just like. He show ponies them. Yeah, show-ponies exactly. Them. He's it. he's running around. He's picking up a baseball bat and basketball. <laughs> so then the the principal happens to be walking by with the local priest for some reason, and uh, they decide to cut from the basketball to baseball. Throws the ball. Tack hits the ball. Obviously, comedic smacks directly into the priest's face. Oh, man, it was supposed to be funny, but it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) The comedy in this movie falls flat. Like, we've been watching so many great comedies recently. So many. And this is just No, no, no. You're negative, Nancy. Hits that ball, and it goes fucking flying for so long. It just keeps hovering in the air for fucking ages. And then, like, 15 minutes later, it goes, dunk, and hits him in the head. It was fucking fantastic. Ten stars. Those <laughs> <laughs> are great comedies like City Hunter. City Hunter. You see the similarities in the comedy style? I, I can the see the similarities, but one person's able to sort of pull it off and make me laugh a little bit. This, uh, I just wanted this part of the movie to be over. Well, I pretty much agree just... because I've completely forgotten what happened. <laughs> yeah. I was like so bored. I was like, God, please yeah, I, fight properly. Yeah, I was I was done. This this went how long did it go for? It I felt for, for like twenty minutes or something. Like, yeah, so so anyway, the, the dad and mum are called to the school because he's got in trouble, obviously, for hitting the priest. And then there's a, a one-two back and forth about, who hit the ball? You hit the ball? No, I hit the ball. Who's, Who's on, on first? first? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just uh, break up the momentum here? Just about five minutes ago when you were talking about Yip, yeah. yep. the actor, and, Nate, and Michael went, Yip. That was that was the first who's on first moment you guys could have had that. No, yep, not yep, 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 yep. Carry on. Yep, yep. no, yep's yep. his brother. <laughs> I just want to take a moment now and introduce. I'm going to take a kip. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did call him Kip. His name is Key Yip. So, Key Yip. Uh, I just want to take a moment and introduce another segment that uh, I've been banding around. And it's the Asian word of the day. Um, and today's Asian word is. Hotonga! Is that right, Rachel? Aya! Aya! Hotonga! Hotonga! Aya! Hotonga! Hotong? Oh, Hotong? Yeah? Hotong? Yeah. Hotong? Hotonga! So, so for, those, uh, for, those, for those at home who don't know what it means, we're gonna. We're just gonna say it and uh, maybe put it in a sentence. And then Scott has to spice in all the samples. <sighs> Somebody else has to say no, it. The, the R is just for no. emphasis. That's okay for you. Ah. Drag it along as long as you yeah, want. You How do you say it? Hotong. Hotong. That was very good. That was very good, Christian. <laughs> All right, now what have I just said? <laughs> not, not to be confused with I'm cold, which is very similar. Oh, is it? Hotong. 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 Sorry. Same thing. 
Anyway, so that's the word of the day, and that is the word that we took from the film. Thank you, Sam. What's the Asian word for momentum killer? (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by the letter H and Al. Of course, shut the fuck up. Anyway. No, 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 no. You didn't explain what what it means. What does it mean? No, that's the fun. People can figure it out. Okay, fair enough. No, they're not going to. It means what it means. Yeah, people watch the it film. It means like you, you see someone in pain and they ha- also have to say, I'm really, it really hurts. Ow. So Ow. Hold on means it hurts. Hold on, yeah. Ow. Hurts a lot. Man, it's much less funny when we explain it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to the story. Um, so obviously they're in trouble for hitting the... Uh, Priest they get expelled, the right? So, yeah, they get. They, they seem get very the, happy about it, though. These two grown adults get expelled from they're school. Definitely, <laughs> they're, they're definitely yes. grown adults. Yes. Yes. They might so, be. In, they might be in what's considered a university, which yeah, kind of, or so something. You, so they get told to go to Canton, where they're going to, and and they bring up the fact that before this, no one's ever mentioned that you know, um, Man Bill is famous for his monkeyish fist. What? So, for some reason, these two kids happen to know that Manbill is uh, the master of the monkey. They know him by name. They know him by name, and they say, "Oh, we're going to go to Canton and study with, you know, the the monkeyish fist, so I can finish my booklet." I thought they were actually going to Canton to study like school. They were, but they ditched that as soon as they, they got to Canton. They that as soon as they got to Canton. Maybe it's their fascination with monkeys is the reason why they know Manbill. Mm, Could be. Perhaps there's no explanation to this. He's just super famous. Apparently. Apparently. Well, to them. Oh, but nobody knows. To, to them, but no one in the town knows who they're yeah. talking about. Because they're asking everyone in Canton, hey, yeah. man, you heard of Man Bill? Everyone's like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of my face. <laughs> That's how you find someone, right? Yeah. Exactly. Just ask everybody. That's how you used to Especially do it back in the, in the day. Like you didn't Canton, have photos. Man. I went to my Spanish friend. Hey, Sanchez, get the fuck out of here. Tack goes to a dentist. He's like, you ever treated a guy called Man Bill? The guy's like, what are you talking about? I literally thought they thought he was hurt at that point. I thought they knew he was hurt. Oh, okay. And they were going around to doctors. Like, I don't know where I got that from, but it seems like the thing that it they... It seemed like to fit. Cause, yeah. Because there's no explanation for how they knew who he was. Anyway, um, so they go through the town asking people and um, the side... Oh, side the girl? One, I want to say. Oh, pal. Yeah. No, no. Um, Kip. Kip, yeah. Kip, Kip stumbles across the girl, doesn't he, first? He does. And um, he, he stumbles across a whole bunch of... Of um, marketeers like promoting their different products and restaurants that they run and so forth, and uh, he starts asking questions of one and asking that he wants to see the monkey master, blah blah blah, and um, uh, enter Mandy, Mandy. girl from the back. Yes, so, uh, authentic Asian name. Yeah, right? very much so. Oh, it's just yeah. a bad, bad translation. Long <laughs> yeah. line of Chinese oh, that's, Mandy's. That's, that is something to mention. The subtitles in this film are, at least the one we watched, pretty bad. <laughs> Sometimes there's sentences that don't make any sense. Yep. Um, about don't 70... like it, learn Cantonese. <laughs> That's fair. I like that job. Just type whatever I feel like at the I, time. I, 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 I'm pretty happy with these subtitles. About 70% of them were in English. So um... <laughs> Anyway, uh, so she overhears them, obviously, looking for the, the master, and she's the girl who pulled him out of the river. Yes. Or, or not so much, he fell out of the river onto her. Raft. <laughs> he exploded <laughs> out of the <laughs> river. <laughs> at out. So obviously, that sounds like a dodgy ripoff of the girl with the dragon terror. The girl who got pulled out of the river. The girl or who got out. <laughs> yep. So she says, "Oh, you want to learn the monkey fist, do you? Monkey, monkey ish, ish. Yeah. I, I want to say monkey fist. I want to say monkey fish fist. Monkeyish. Monkeyish. The monkeyish." Yeah, it's annoying. That I does want to not know, work I, in English I, I, very well. Yeah. Monkeyish fist. Yeah, monkeyish. And, and this is this is 
what we're talking about the translation because I'm so that is not what they're saying. I'm pretty sure it is. I think that's the whole running joke is is it's not monkey fist, it's monkeyish fist. That's the whole. I reckon that's the whole joke. I think they should have translated it as monkey esque. Yes. <laughs> the monkey like fist with a certain monkeyish air. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yes. A certain type of monkey fist. Mm. Anyway, uh, she the quasi monkey fist. She starts doing the moves and showing off in front of him, and he immediately pulls out his sketchbook and starts copying her moves, chasing her, after chasing her. After her, she jumps all around town, flipping from uh, different poles to yeah. People's things. goddamn houses. Yeah. yeah, man, she destroys a whole bunch of tiles of someone's <laughs> yeah, roof. I was just looking does. at him going, what the fuck? Yeah. That's a- you know, I'm just glad you said that because all I heard was she goes from people's house to house jumping on different poles. Now, I know in some might <laughs> be a different True. way. True. <laughs> so, yeah, let's yeah. just make this clear. She's not <laughs> – she's jumping on roofs and jumping in to avoid You know where they have all, – all of them have those material overhanging pole things that they have in those ancient villages, which yeah, is – Yeah, they flip really from pole to pole. So. <laughs> Bamboo uh, poles. Normally housewives do that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, at, at this point, Nathan, who has been room fairly... Room. Some call it CrossFit. Fairly ambivalent room. about this movie, has got very passionate about the tiles on the roof. Man, <laughs> you, can see the, property, man. You, you can see the tiles just coming off as she's running across them. I'm like, yeah, good for them. You know, they're actually showing the damage that would be caused by this. That, I hope someone's chasing her to get a bill to her. I love that this is when you got engaged in the film. It's like, God damn, that would cost money to fix. <laughs> Anyway, so she doesn't have to be a bitch. She can just fucking walk away like a regular person. She lands on uh, a bridge and says, "Uh, "That's it. I've had enough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump." And so she jumps off the bridge. He runs to the edge only to catch her hanging off the bridge um, with one one, arm. With one arm, and then swings herself, flips back over, and proceeds to kick him off the bridge. And he's flying towards the water. Enter the other guy looking for Gordon Liu. Gordon Liu. Hung. Yeah, Detective Hung. Detective yeah, so Hung. It's the, it's the cop from earlier in the movie. Oh, we forgot to mention that he was walking through the town. And he was looking... the same horse that he stole a year ago. That's back. not a horse, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was a pony. <laughs> <laughs> the original horse died and this was his offspring. He had time to it stutter. Like, yeah, it Tran- looks like a translated pony. Translated as horse, but it looked like a pony. Anyway, he's bringing it to You're back. forgetting a critical point here. As he lands on the, the raft, he gets bananas thrown at him. <laughs> yeah, That's because... Yeah. No, I, I was kind of... I forgot mm. to, the fact that when the land, detective was in town walking around all this time and intercut into yeah, the chase. Yeah, he's looking for him as well. Looking for him. He's trying to bring back the horse, blah, blah, blah. He ends up sitting down to have a banana sitting on the side of the room. Man, <laughs> no, the reason the guy man, gets bananas Bananas thrown. making bank. <laughs> Actually, it was all the same bananas. I had to shoot all those scenes in one day because they all got went off. Yeah, every time they threw a bunch of bananas, they're like, quick, get them back up. We need to tape them up. So Kip, Kip's fallen towards the water. The detective kicks a raft underneath him so he lands splat onto the raft instead of in the water. I'm and not he sure turns that... around and says, my hero. And I thought to myself at that point, would have been easier just to hit that water and yeah. not be smacking into a raft. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's cases. only four inches it was deep anyway. Cases as well, wasn't he? Knock yeah, them yeah. into yeah. the water. No one cares yeah. about that person's property. Yeah, man. <laughs> just ruining shit all over the place. Everybody Rich motherfuckers. Not caring about the working man. <laughs> Oh, that's the other thing. These people are definitely rich. Well, they're walking around. He's carrying... Uh, Tack is carrying, like, money. He's, like, tossing coins around Yeah, and, around and you, they also come to Canton being, like... What are they... They're in a rickshaw. Corey, they're both yeah. in two different rickshaws. They're getting carried, yeah. Yeah. They're rich motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, he turns around and, and just as Tack finally arrives on the scene. And what's he carrying? A bunch of bananas. 
Not one bunch, two bunch, three bunch. Oh, fucking bunch. Whole bunch of bananas. Anyway, he comes to us and goes, what the hell's happened? And he goes, quick, quick, that the girl, she knows about the monkey-ish fist. So he goes, which girl? And obviously, that girl in the blue. So he goes, go after her. So he throws the bananas at the raft, splat, lands on the raft, and takes off after her, chasing her through town. And then they go to a little, like, market, I guess, a small market on the outskirts of town. But I'm going to point out at this point, he's only given her the, the like, identity of woman in blue dress. Yes. And there's at least 12,000 people in blue dresses <laughs> in this area. Even the men are in what I would consider dresses. Yes. Mm. So, good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> and what's she buying at the market? Bananas. <laughs> I do love, I just want to... Explain. And booze. Bananas and, and booze. wine. And booze. I want to describe this a little bit here where she's, uh, she's checking out some wares. And there's a vendor who has a, uh, a little vat of wine, I suppose. And he has one of these little gourds. These little gourds. He's like, would you like a sniff? And she's like, hmm, yes, I'd like a sniff. And she has a sniff. And she's like, he's like, would you like a taste? And he tosses the wine up. <laughs> yeah. And she lifts her face up expectantly. It's not splat, unlike splat, splat. a movie that you might watch on the internet. And <laughs> she looks up and the, the, the wine just splashes all over her face and she's got her mouth open she gets maybe plenty wet like five drops yeah like maybe five percent of this less in her mouth and she's just like mm. Mm. with the juxtaposition with the scene of someone eating a banana that's and, right yeah yes. so so yes I mean but it's it, but the thing is I don't I don't get the feeling they were thinking that was a sexual joke. Really? Like, I don't feel like that was oh. a... Like, I didn't get... Are there wasn't a fear sure? of humour there was, at all. I wasn't Very sure until right now, and um, now I'm... I can't stop thinking about it. I didn't think it was funny. Like, I just didn't... I don't think it's funny either. It was lame. It was lame, is what it was. I always just kept thinking Tinto Brass. Tinto Brass. Beautiful angles. You know what else I kept thinking? I'm ke- like, for the rest of this movie, no one's able to drink fucking booze correctly at all. Everybody just true. throws it around and breaks it. It made so me wasteful. laugh because of the whole, yeah, the wasteful, like, want to shoot that again? No, water and shit flying everywhere. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> we just spilled half this wine. Forget about it. Like it. Anyway, so she um, purchases the, the wine and takes them off to uh, her raft, which she has stowed down on the river, as you do. So <laughs> she, she takes off. And uh, Tack goes, oh, I've got to follow her. So he pays some other guy to take his raft and proceeds to follow her home. Actually, there's a good little bit there before we go on. Like, he's going, quick, follow that raft. He goes, no, I've got too many goods to go. And he goes, oh. Yeah, man, I'm a working man. He goes, pulls out a gold coin. How about this? He goes, okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, follows her back to a, I want to say, cabin. Shack. Shack. Quite a well-appointed shack with a tree Lock. in it. It's yeah. very nice. It's, it's very it's nice. Quite, yeah. It looks newish, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. It really doesn't look nice. Made mm. just for the for the river. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so they... Uh, he, anyway, anyway she, just as she's pulling up, there's an old dude doing moves, drinking pans out, and it's Master Bill. Master Man, Bill. Man Bill. Man Bill. Man Bill. Man Bill. Practicing, practicing his drunken moves, drinking as he's doing it as well. Yeah, he's, he's drinking a lot. She spills a little bit. He's like, yo... Don't waste my fucking booze. And then what's the next thing he, he does? He smashes he it. He smashes the whole thing. He's like, I told you not to waste my booze. And she said, you're the one that kicked it. He's like, you should have stopped me. And that's when he, she's like, how? And then he shows her some bullshit wrist shit, which doesn't really work very well. But then Tack is watching from the bushes and he tries to copy what they're doing. And it's yeah, kind of cool until, I don't know, they realize that he's there and then they kick him into the river, don't they? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then they laugh and then run back into the house and close the door. Because closing the door but, means everything's over. And, and we've, <laughs> we've got to add, they're like uh, all over each other. At this point, we didn't know the, you know, the connection between the two because it kind of seemed like... Oh, Nathan thought they were boning. They were boning each other. I'm going to say it right now. I still weird, think they though. were boning. It's really weird. It was. Yeah. It was quite... It, like, because so, he's just out of the... He's, like, literally just being pulled out of a river, right? Yeah. They're not related in any way. No, he's Swamp Thing. Yeah, he's a Swamp Thing man. <laughs> he's now the master of her. Yeah. Like... And you can say all one. you want that it's like a paternal, like fam, like a well, mother, daughter, even, father, son. At one point, at one point in a few scenes' time, it like translates as dad as well, and and that did not seem like the father-daughter relationship. It seemed like you know she was the girlfriend, pretty much, and he's obviously like old enough to be her father. Yeah, but I don't think that matters so much back, especially back in this nebulous time period. Oh, yeah, I don't know. He maybe, was like, what? maybe he's rich. They he's like eighty. Acceptable. He's got no money. Nobody knows he's alive. He gave up a promising career in delivery. And he's the master of kung fu. <laughs> he's the master of kung fu. The he's the master fist. of kung fu. He's not teaching no one. All he's, he's doing is getting her. teaching her. He's teaching her. She's not paying him. Oh, maybe she is. He's paying him. Damn. <laughs> Damn. There you go. She's like what twenty. I also like, like the 80. fact that he's. I actually. I, what I think is that they both are rampant alcoholics. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're just falling over each other. Yeah, I, I expect that. Uh, that's how a lot of like a, a lot of things can be fixed by booze, and I think that as two lovebirds can get together, inebriated, and I actually, everything's fine. Age, wealth, doesn't matter. I actually just want to point out this is probably the first movie I've seen, and not just the ones that I watch, but we watch together, where there really is. No, uh, love, love birds in this one. There's, yeah, like, there's no romance. We, we joke about what these guys are doing, but it's let's more face family because it's yeah. a family dynamic. Yeah, he's, he's but there's the no brother with the bad guy, and then they're like family. Yeah, they usually try and throw something in. So, there's no romance yeah. in this. There's nothing. It's like there's, it's just a plain. Oh, they, the only little bit they hinted is the two boys kind of like Mandy. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, there's like a, a, about two-second scene. The, yeah. From out of nowhere, they both sort of fall in love with her. Yeah. And I think interesting, like you said, there's no real romance. I think interesting, apart from like the very start, there's no kids in this movie either. It's all adults. Mm. There's no token kid running around and kicking the face. Yeah, or, you true, know. like getting in the way or whatever. So uh, anyway, he re- Tack goes back to report to his... Um, his brother. I want to say nephew. Oh, his nephew. Nephew. Kip. Uh, grand uncle to Kip. Anyway, Let's just Kip. say friend. Let's yeah. say friend. Special friend. Special friend. <laughs> Very special. So they set out to impress or, or, or to uh, get monkeyish fist man Bill to teach them and be their master. So they um, decide to go back. Oh, no, they're, they're talking about it at a cantina and Gordon Liu's sitting above them on the... Um, yeah. The oh, yeah. So all Tack is doing, them. he's just doing this little like, a little like, you know, like a drunken... Um, I don't know. Drunken. They can't see you. Like, like a, a punch. Like a half. Like a half punch. It's like a, it's like a punch. A open wrist. What, what's yeah. It called? yeah. The the four reasoning palm or something. The four stances. stances. Yeah. Basically, he's showing him a move that he copied off them when they were when he's watching them. Yeah. And the cops. He's like, where'd you get that yeah. from, bro? He's like, I've seen that before. There's only one man that can teach that. And it's bullshit. I was just saying, like, I do that every day. I just pretend to be a master all the time. So, yeah, like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. But it's what yeah, I would yeah, aha, aha. There is a thing you're forgetting there, Sam. What? You're copying movies that you've seen. There's no movies yet in this uh, nebulous time frame. We, we forgot the interchange. Well, there could be. We forgot the interchange cut because um, whilst he's off doing this, um, the detective is finally returning the horse back to the company 
and this is where we're reintroduced to the villains, mm-hmm. and they've done a makeover of the delivery company. It's so now a trading it's company. Now a trading company. Oh, they've moved and up. They've, they've gotten rid of their Western-looking gear, and now they look more Chinese than ever. Except, e- except got, for half of them who half look of them super like three-piece suitish, like they've become gangsters. Yeah. Gangsters. Yeah. And this yeah. is where, they, and they even have a car out the front. They even yeah. tell the the cop too that um, Monkey Fist um, guy has died. Yeah. So he thinks he's dead. They they think he's dead. So. He goes off going, oh, that, that makes me sad because he's my friend because we fought for two seconds and became instant life mate friends. So <laughs> and I, 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 I added, added him on again. Twitter. I, I liked him on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was happening there. So anyway, then he goes back to the cantina, da, 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 sees the fist, jumps down, confronts him. Where did you see that? Where did you see that? Then he, first thing he does, runs back to the trading post. I think your brother's not really dead, you know? Well, Detective Hung is like, on good faith, he thinks that these guys genuinely believe their brother is dead. Yeah, and, and that they're, they're good people, not opium smugglers. Yeah, no, no, man. It's so obvious that you could hit yourself in the head with it. They're gangsters. They're dressed like, half of them are dressed like gangsters. And the yeah. white gangster comes out through the door. And that guy laughs like an evil man. Yeah. Like, if you started laughing like that, Sam, I'd be like, mm. and then, <laughs> the, the way to cover up the opium den is to close the curtain. Yeah, that's right. Nobody can smell opium. <laughs> no one can smell it. No. Anyway, it's an odorless drug. He goes back and explains that he thinks that that, um, that his brother's alive. So, um, Man Powell says, "Oh, can can you like investigate and find him for us and and come back and tell us?" Which is also a bit sketchy. Like if you're the cop at that point, you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about, man?" Yeah. Well, he's a cop. You know, that's his job to find people. He doesn't really do any copy stuff. I don't think he puts anyone in jail. No, no. So um, anyway, then we cut to the. I, I want to say it's the next day. And uh, yeah, and anyway, the, the two bosom buddies, <laughs> Tack yeah. and Kip. I love, um, I just love your enthusiasm halfway. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I want to say. Day, night. I was just like, night. hurry up and get to the fight. <laughs> they're wearing different clothes. That, that, like, they're wearing kind of matching shirts, as this if is they a, were in the 90s. This, this is when yeah, they're exactly kind of 90s shirts. Yeah. Yeah. This is the part where you can tell these guys are blouse. too. Big this man's blouse. Big man's blouse. With a plastic Kind of like what you're wearing. Really? But bigger. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's uncanny. That's a blast. Well, I was thinking like Weekend of Bernie's or something. Like, yeah. the and they're also, they've also got like a shit ton of people following them carrying gifts. That's how you masters. can tell these guys are rich. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Rich dudes want to buy everything. Yeah. Uh, every money gets you out of all problems. Got a shitload of bananas. Game. Bananas. Blouses. Got some. Got a goat. <laughs> a big vat of wine. Huge. Yeah, huge. Wine. And so, I assume the thing on the front of it says, real fucking good, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Top shelf Top booze. shelf booze. It just says wine on the front. Yeah. Yeah, probably Three times, but you know. Anyway, um, so they they knock on the door and Mandy opens the door and goes, "What the hell are you guys doing here?" No, nah, no, nah, not today, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't want any. So anyway, then the um, man man Bill comes up behind, going, "What's going on here?" Yeah, like you know, please teach us, blah blah blah. We want to be taught, and they're like, and they're like, come back inside, Mandy, and then close look, slam the doors in their face. Sorry, that was my phone. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> professional outfit, here. professional, yeah. professional. So they slam the door in their face. Well, um, they, they slam the door in their faces and then... He says... He, he, then he says something... Um, he said, somebody saw me doing it and they asked for Manbill. And then Manbill's like, who the fuck's asking for Manbill? Yeah. And not, then they step out of the way and suddenly the detective appears. He's right behind him. Yeah. But not like, not in a surprise. He's just like, oh, hey. He How just kind of showed up. Yeah. I just thought of some of the way he said that. It's like, Man Bill does what Man Bill does for Man Bill. <laughs> That's right. James Cameron. He talks himself into third person as well. Um, he doesn't ask the two kids how they know What I find about interesting yeah. about this whole scene is the kids are going to see them. 
yeah. right? And then the policeman's stalking them. Yeah. And then the group of bad guys are stalking the policeman. Yeah, so everybody rocks up at this guy's house. Yeah, but they're all sneaking. But I could just imagine a conga line, <laughs> a conga line of sneaky people. Because, because the guys, the, the, good, the two kids, they're not alone. There's like 10 guys with them carrying yes. all that crap. Yeah. And then there's the policeman and then there's the bad guys, which have got like 10 or 15 people. So there must just be this massive line of people walking down this, this path. Trailing each other. Yeah. All carrying bananas. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same banana that just passed it through shot to shot. Man, fucking plot A and plot B converging is so painful. I thought there was some point that they dismissed him. And like, oh, thank you very much. You can go yeah. now. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah. just uh, yeah. Mandy, Mandy tries to get rid of him, and Try, Mandy takes him down, takes like, him down the path, takes know, him down walk, a path, and out. then they're, they're jumped. Yeah, by Manpower's crew, they attack Mandy. Now, Tack and Kip, I'm going to call him Kip because everyone keeps calling him Kip. His name's they actually get a beat Kip. Down. Kip. Kip. Uh, they get a beat down, and they're not very good. And I, w- I want to also point out, we were pointing out this plot hill. Uh, plot, plot, hill? plot hill that we're going to climb plot hole yeah plot hole the opposite oh, we're going to climb hill. out of the plot hole oh, I want the hill back. the plot yeah. hill the plot <laughs> hill we're going to call them a plot hill from now oh, it's going to be a plot hill plot hill we're going to anyway, overcome this plot hill there's multiple people attacking them like at least 10 15 people yes. attack them the idea they take off with mandy there's enough of them to actually storm the house and just freaking attack manbill in the first place yes and kill him why don't they do that? Why do they need to bother with taking the girl and having the aforementioned come to the I'll t- tell you why. Because we paid for 15 films of can- uh, canisters of film and we're going to use that film, damn it. Apparently. It's a plot ladder to climb the plot hill. <laughs> the next, next plot hole that Nathan pointed out, um, Manville and the cop come along and say, oh, what's happened, what's happened? Oh, they've taken Mandy off to the temple. Which fucking temple? How did they know they took them to the temple? <laughs> it's a small village. No, There's only one it's temple. Canton. temple. It's Canton. I don't they, they know. Left the, they left it's the note. Who cares? Suddenly, they, oh, there's I've... guys who got beat up, and then now they're like friends instead of like piss off. <laughs> they didn't take Manny and shout. Spooky abandoned temple, temple on the corner of town. You know the one that's uh, you know abandoned, covered in dust and shit, because that's the only temple that people would go to. Yes. The giant lockable room. With a giant lockable room. Yeah, it's a prison. For one reason. It's a temple prison. Yeah. Prison temple. Prison, prison temple. temple. Temple prison? Well, I don't know. Lots of temples have prisons, I guess, to catch. All temples are a prison Stuff. of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's deep, man. So they head over to the temple. Forget yes. about religion. They walk around and <laughs> suddenly see Mandy leaning against the... Uh, Smoke. The bars, yeah. I want to call them. They're yeah, leaving. let's just say bars. Bars, cross-section. Because she's just drunk like two bottles of opium juice. Opium water. I think. Why do they make her drink it instead of smoke it? I, I, I guess Probably they can't force it to smoke it. Probably because it's easier to make someone drink than smoke. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If I'm also going to say... She wouldn't have blowing it in her face. I, I also want to bring up the point at this, at this point. Like, Bill is a... F- Fucking raging alcoholic. Okay, <laughs> absolutely. He he has no right to be judging anyone else's drug use at this point. He does not know the idea of moderation. Yes, he should shut the fuck up. Yeah, every time he's drinking out of like a wine cast, he smashes the of, shit out of it. Half of it ends up on his he's face. Violent. He hasn't finished it yet, and he smashes it. The yeah. jar is the equivalent of the goon bag it's in incredible. ancient China. Yeah, it's a very uncomfortable pillow. And he doesn't just open it; he smashes that fucking seal. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Maybe he, he maybe he can't just deal with his own addiction. Maybe he has to lash out at others. Everybody's worse than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know where he gets off looking at people and going, "Smoke opium? Don't smoke opium. Drink alcohol." <laughs> it's, it's like the, it's like it's the dude owns a fucking 
It's like he owns a brewery or something, <laughs> and he's all like, mm, "This is money out of my pocket." That's like a social acceptance. There wasn't more like evil white guys. If you're gonna have opium, you have to have evil white guys and as well. It. well. All yeah. evil white guys called Robinson. Yes, because <laughs> that's the only name they can pronounce. Yes. But I, I, yeah, but the thing is, there are no white guys in this. Oh, there's one. Oh, there's there's one. briefly, one. briefly. Yeah, I think his name was Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, wait. Okay. I just want to set up this scene. I want to set up this scene. There's, there's, there's. A, they're in a the temple. There's rotting there. fruit. There's, is there rotting? Fruit? Yeah, there's some rotten mandarins. Okay, I'm surprised you picked up that detail, but okay. D- dusty and, and, and dusty d- and the dusty wine as well. For some yeah, reason. and lots the, of dusty wine. So what you're taking away from this movie, Nathan, is broken roof tiles and rotten fucking mandarins. <laughs> yes, it's a disheveled town. The working man, the working man. There's a, there's a like a what a prison. And the girls behind the prison. And it's not really a prison. What did? It's what not a prison. I don't know how they a, made it. They're in a court. They're in like the courtyard area, right? Yeah. So the good, two good guys are in the courtyard area. Then there's sort of like that's sort of like one area, and then you've got like internal rooms. Yes. And they're divided by like essentially a lattice or a, yes, and like, there's like a door that's locked. Yeah, and and they're like ha ha ha, and so the bad guy shows up doing bad guy evil laughs and yes. like, hey cop man. Kill my brother, and the cop's like, "What the fuck are you talking about, bro?" Yeah, yeah, I'm a cop. Why would I do that? And the guy's like, "Because if you don't, he doesn't explicitly state this." I'm going to rape Mandy, and she, and he kind of does. He tears off her top to reveal what. All these the... bad guys are always so cartoonish. <laughs> they, no, he yeah. is super vil- like super cartoony, especially his laugh like, and his yeah. back hair. Because they have to do the worst thing ever, and then they have the worst laugh ever. Yeah, and then you can kill them. <laughs> <laughs> So, and so Bill and the cop start having a fight. Well, the cop doesn't want to fight, and Bill makes him fight because he's like. And I don't, I don't, understand, he, I don't wants, understand. he wants to get to Mandy, so he's like, well, if that's the only way we're going to get her, then. Like, they, he's like, like I, I don't it's understand this. He's a bit half cast. Come on. <laughs> he's drunk at this point, and he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. I just, his wound still hasn't healed from a year ago. Yeah. That's, that's some crazy old, medicine. The rhino old. horn ain't working. It was this. <laughs> this is the point where he grabs the dusty wine and starts drinking it, too. Yeah, no, but they haven't. I don't understand. Like, I still. Someone needs to explain to me because I don't understand why they just don't go, hey, we're both really powerful martial artists. This guy's trying to make us fight each other. Why don't we just break the door and go and beat the shit out of Plot him? Hill. <laughs> because they have to showcase the two of them fighting because you're seeing the monkey ish fist versus whatever the fuck Gordon Liu is doing, which I assume is like detective kung fu. Yeah, uh, they're fighting, and it's a pretty good. He's fight. investigating with and his have, fists. <laughs> at some, it's a, it's a nice. <laughs> you have the right nice to remain. Yeah. fight, and at some point he picks up. It looks like a coffin. Yeah, it's like a coffin like or a sarcophagus. Yeah. Or and he, some he shit. throws it at him, and um, <laughs> Man, Man Bill smashes through the side of the coffin. And it's at this point that they go, Ah, oh, you can break wood. Let's break down the fucking door. Yeah. I just want to point out. A light bulb moment. But the thing is, they've not had any problems breaking down shit before in this film. Exactly. I just want to point out that, like, what Nathan Lamy Lava is just throwing this sarcophagus. It's like, oh, I got this picture of King Tut's tomb just fucking going through. <laughs> so they pick up the fucking tomb and throw it through the door. And then they go in there, and the, and the, and like the, the, the bad guy's like, "Oh my yeah. god, my plan is spoiled! It's <laughs> spoiled!" Yeah, I love Man Power's face. He's just like, "Oh no, they got in!" <laughs> they got in. He had not thought re- that far ahead. He's like, "Oh but shit!" They were like, "It's it would." They could have written a hard. much better plot device for them to both be fighting each other, because you know you want to see them fighting each other because yeah, they're both yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah the it's best. like Thor fighting Captain America. Yeah, but they could have done that when they like first met. Earlier, yeah. 
Oh, I don't know who you are. Beep, beep. Oh, now I remember. Of course, you're the guy that I fought for two seconds earlier and I'm your best friend. They, yeah, they could have, actually, that would have been a good one. Like, why have you come to find me? Are you working for <laughs> my brother? Punch, 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 punch. <laughs> yeah. At, while the other stuff was going on. That would have been better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's all make a better film. Exactly. All right, we yeah. can. We, 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 we can. Will. I think we can re- re-edit this film. Yeah, we could. Yeah, well, he's dead now, so. Ninja Terminator. We could do God damn you armchair directors. Yeah, this is anyway, Game of Death. The doctor, <laughs> the detective decides, hey, yeah, this is all good. I'm going to lean maybe against the get, wall. Maybe we can get some photos from his actual like, funeral. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Who would do that? Game of Death. <laughs> Watching that video is fucking wild. It's like, really? In two movies, they've used footage of actual Bruce Lee's funeral. Yes. Fuck. We're talking about Game of Death. <laughs> <laughs> and Tower of Death. All right, let's continue. Anyway, let's continue. so the detective uh, is leaning against the door. When, oh, holy shit. When suddenly um, Manpower remembers, hey, I've got a gang of people waiting outside. <laughs> I'll call them in. So they all <laughs> come up to the door and do the correct thing for someone leaning against the door, stuff their swords through the door, piercing him in multiple places. This is at this point I want to introduce another segment. Uh, most shocking moment in the film goes to Death of Gordon Liu. Did yes. not expect it, did not want it, missed him. <laughs> Rest of movie worse for it. I was let down by the fact that you didn't really see it. You didn't really see it. You, you saw really the swords go straight through his gut. No, I mean, I no, she was dead, in the other dead, room at this dead, point. Dead, oh, dead, no, dead. no, no, no. Rachel's right here because he gets stabbed. He then yes. proceeds to break the door, pulling them through it. Yes. Beat on about ten of them <laughs> before letting Mandy and Manbill escape while keeping the others and then occupied and attacking draws Manpower. Like fifteen swords and cutting. And out. then yeah, and then it cuts as they all come down. And he literally says, "This is what a hero does." Yeah, yeah he, he, does, does, he does. He does. That actually detracts a little bit because uh, you know if you, you refer have to, to say your, it. Yeah, don't refer to yourself as a hero. You know what my most shocking moment is? What, what? That? when earlier when he throws those bananas at the rafts? Like, why would you throw those bananas down? <laughs> <laughs> Waste of bananas. He could have carried him. Could have left him at the top, or he could have given him to small children. Instead, we're like, there are no children in Canton, right? There are kids. There's kids. There's kids. Uh huh. There's goats. There's kids. Oh, the only kids we we actually saw were the the man Powell's kids when he was trying to blackmail them at the beginning. Anyway, (laughs) yeah. Hang on. His wife and two kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, the the bad guys' kids ran away from this movie, screaming. Realized that he was a bad guy and ran off. Well, they don't want to. They don't want to show any more sympathy, right? No. Now you're not allowed to have sympathy for him. No, because he's turned evil. Would have been hilarious if. At the end, they introduced the wife and kids again. Yeah. <laughs> Don't kill me! My wife and kids are still around. Yeah, they're the same ones. Like <laughs> it's like they haven't aged a bit. <laughs> okay, so anyway. now we have a detox scene with Mandy. Yeah, Mandy, Mandy's all high as shit, and she's uh, she's kind of come, back, come back to the, the the compound yeah. of Tack and, and Kip. Yes. Is it their compound? Yes, yeah, their family stuff. The family compound, I think right? it's their, their Cantonese. They have a family house in Canton as well? Yeah, man. That's where their dad was. Shit. That's where their dad came back from that time. And these guys are rich. They don't need to learn Kung Fu. That's what I'm saying. They just need to find a red That's python. <laughs> suck its blood. They don't have, no, no, no. They don't have to find a red python. They have to pay someone to find a red python <laughs> yeah, for <right>. them. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mr. Privilege again. Anyway, um, we go back and forth with the whole, you know, uh, 
you know, can you teach us? No, leave me alone. I'm trying to care for the the person that's inebriated. Yeah, my daughter's just like OD. He's like OD. I need to help her. The way he's holding her hand is so weird. It's kind of creepy, right? Yeah, Again, it's very. I have a theory. Like crossing that line. I have a theory that he doesn't actually need alcohol to do his kung fu. But when he met her, he was like, "You need alcohol to do this kung fu." <laughs> I can't it. remember anything. We've got to hang out. We've got. To, we can only hang out with you if you're three drinks deep. <laughs> oh man! So essentially, the next part is Dad comes over and says, "Take my son as your student," and then we get. Oh, you know, he 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 did something for him. He got the cop buried on in, the headstone. A, a, a great. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And and then it's that. Then we get my favorite part of any movie whatsoever is a montage. Montage. A training montage. A montage. We and, would, but this is probably the most long and boring montage I've seen in an incredible. It one. It doesn't do the the fast cut, does it? It's long and slow with training. This one thing, training this next thing, training this next thing. With not one synth or guitar grip. No, exactly. Tack and Kip are both training together. Kip is clearly retarded. Off. Doesn't know how to do martial arts at all because he keeps running off to do like drawing. He's drawing like, and he's, he's lazy. He's his handbook of, of what the moves are and stuff so he's got his martial arts handbook that he's making. Doesn't mean he knows how to do it. I know. Oh, well, no, no. Apparently once you draw it, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long this scene is. Like, I don't know how long this montage goes but it goes from a point where like the one who's drawing is not draw- like he goes from not being able to do anything till there's a bit near the end where he's not as good as the other guy. Yeah. But you know, he's rolling and flipping and like They all can kinda do it. Yeah, they all can kinda do it. Kinda do it. That's what montages do. They teach you stuff so you can kinda do it. Yeah. yeah. So and then it's like, well, what are we gonna do now? So now that we're masters of the monkeyish fist. The montage is to teach him the monkeyish fist, right? Yeah. And uh shocking moment number two. When uh, we culminate, there's a number. Oh shit! Sorry, bananas. That was very shocking. <laughs> shocking moment number three is when uh, he's learnt this right, and so uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so Bill has taught um, Tack how to do the four stance punch. Right, he gets him bloody re- knuckles all over the place. Yeah, he gets him oh. real angry, and uh, and and Bill's bleeding from his gut wound, which just refuses to heal. And uh, hey, did open it up at one point, and then it, it looks like it's it's just, it's, it's got like almost gone. Uh, dude's, dude's got dude's got sepsis or some shit. Not dead. Some serious shit going on it's in his crazy. gut. And it, for all those that were paying attention, you'll notice that uh, you guys didn't, but like you would have noticed that the wound is actually on the opposite side of where he actually got stabbed. Yeah, <laughs> I did not realize that. All right, I'm sorry. And so he's standing there, and his students are like, "Oh, dude, you're bleeding," and his master's like, "Let's do this." And he like, come on, yeah. And then he like enrages his kids. He enrages Tack to the point where Tack does the four stance punch on him in his gut. And then he's sitting there spewing blood, and he's just like, "What does he say?" He says something. Some, some about it was about time. I'm happy to die or something. Yeah, yeah. No, and then he falls over. I have no, no regrets. And then he falls over, and I thought he was dead. And then and then you're the best <laughs> around. So I thought that was really stupid. Yeah, I, I thought that was dumb too. Yeah. I don't think there's a requirement that once you take over the, the monkeyish fist that you have to kill your master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There can, there can only be one. At any point. At it's any a Highlander point. moment. Yeah. I said it wrong. There was no quickening, though. There was no quickening. Well, the quickening was them kind of just going... Yeah, he turned Shit. into the drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you do with your newly acquired skills? We'll go avenge our master. 
Yeah, oh, but you're the killed. one who killed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, this is this is true. We're going to avenge true. you. Anyway, he's not really dead because he was just laying on the, the bed. The maybe scene. maybe you should check for a pulse. <laughs> <laughs> so they head over to the um, shit. We killed him. We need to blame someone. The trading post, and they're sitting down, pretending to be boss. You know. Yeah, they 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 they've put on some clothes and they're acting like they're big shots. Yeah, they're, they're, they're selling weapons, I suppose. Well, they said they cover. have a parcel to give to the bosses. And they go, what's in the parcel? He goes, the parcel? What's in the parcel? <laughs> that right there. And then finally they open up the parcel to show a variety of bladed weapons. It's way less hilarious than it sounds. It's not funny at <laughs> all, funny. actually. It's kind of yes. sad. Play anyway, parts. so then they, uh, they go, oh, oh, of course, you can take them to the boss. Just put sl- <laughs> follow us. So they go walking off through the compound into a tunnel. Yes. And there's a bit of an exchange. And clearly, they're, 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 they're being as blatant as, as possible to say, we're here to pick a fight and fight your master. And the guy leading them is like, what? And they're like, huh? What? Huh? That guy was a better actor than all of them. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. He was. Yeah, the facial expressions and everything. For he his... was a weasel second in command. Is the best one I've seen in a while. <laughs> and then they get ambushed in this uh, in this cave. Uh, I, I, can you even call it an ambush when your intentions are made very clear that you're there? No, lie? it's not an ambush. It's a response. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just want to point out here that the, this is where Tack gets to showcase his incredible monkeyish fist learning from his teacher by pulling out two swords. <laughs> and you see, at no point in any of that montage is he taught how to use bladed weapons. That's right. And he I, I assume this is what he already knows. He uses them again. Yeah. But Correct. they look good. Yeah. Didn't you say something like that's what that dude is known for? Jing, Jingwu is known for doing knife fighting. Well, I know him for doing knife fighting in one film that I've seen him in. <laughs> therefore, clearly therefore. He's, so, he's known for doing knife fighting in the back alleys of Hong Kong. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the film industry. It's just his natural hobby. his pastime. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Jingwu looks comfortable with knives in his hands. All right. But anyway, he fights this other guy who has some actually pretty cool weapons. He has a blow dart to start with. <laughs> Yes, he blows darts. Yeah, that that's pretty important. Like once they get there, like they're carrying one's carrying it's only a, important for that one scene. Yeah, but it's one's carrying like it's the integrals of the plot. The the thing with knives, and the other's carrying a briefcase. When they open the briefcase, there's four, there's four four um what are they hip flasks. hip flasks of booze. And they're drinking that, it's and then this, pills. and then the guy they go up to try to get past the the second in command guy, and he's like, I'm not letting you pass. And then they have this exchange, and then he, he throws his case in the ground, and he reaches into it really quick, pulls out a blow dart, shoots one of them in, in the neck, and then he goes to shoot Tack, and it looks like Tack's got a dart in him. And then Tack pulls his shirt across, and he's hit his lucky coin. Yep. So he's not actually affected by the drugs, but Kip is all messed up. And because they're surrounded by all these guys with swords, he's trying to take, uh, Tack's trying to take everybody out while still looking after Kip, who's trying to hold his own. And the guy with the blow dart drops the blow dart and picks up two like butterfly knives, but the, 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 the like the Western version of butterfly knives. So the like the the like the sectional, like you can flip yeah. them around and they've got yeah, the yeah, two. Yeah. And he's they're real big though. They're quite large, about and the size then, of garden shears. And then uh, Tack pulls out butterfly swords. Yes. Which are the Eastern style butterfly knives, which are the big long things with a, like a fixed. guard handle, yeah. yeah, fixed blades. But these are the short ones. Yeah. So one's got long, oversized butterfly knives, which are supposed to be short, and his Eastern style swords are short. Well, no, no, that's what, that's the size butterfly swords are. Oh, they're bigger than that. No. 
So anyway, yes. it's also set up as the East versus West because the bad guys dressed in Western clothing. Yes. I'll add to that. And so they have a, a bit of a, a sword fight where obviously Tack ends up winning. Yep. And uh, then beats everyone else around and picks up Kip and stumbles back into the next room, which is back into the main room where the they Kill were Bill in the room. first place. The Kill Bill room. Yep. Yeah, the yeah. Kill Bill room. And only to find everyone there. So Sitting in chairs. Sitting in chairs. Waiting, waiting for, them. for them. Yes. Yeah, because this is the boss level. Mm-hmm. And the two bosses are, are waiting. And there's... They're surrounded, like all around the room. There's guys holding knives. At any point, they all could have come down with knives, but they don't. They don't. Though. They fight off uh, Bangle Man. They fight off Bangle Man in one to one combat, um, which I mean, well, two to one combat. Well, two to one combat. Because he's starting. To, the other guy's starting to come back a little bit at this point. At no point in this film have the bad guys ever fought fair. No. Until now. Yeah. Um, when the plot requires it, and uh, well, you know, like I want to go back. Can I just go back one step? You have to, to talk f- in reverse, though. Okay, blah, rejuvenizing you more than Now you make it. All right. So he, um, during that fight with the swords, yes, and the knives and the swords, he cuts everybody's trousers down. So there's like five, ten go- dudes in that tunnel, and he's like, oh, and sh- to show off his skill, he cuts all their trousers down. And that's that was supposed like- to be funny, but I really wanted to bring that back. That's, that's well, the moment. All I just remember the translation is your trousers are behind you, but then the actual translation is just be your trousers fall down. Yeah. Yes. I, I do like the fact that whenever Tack fights with his blades, when he does a move, he calls out like the, the, move? the move. Yeah. yeah. Like, sword returns or some shit. And the guy's like, oh, my shoulder's been cut. <laughs> Well, he doesn't say that. It's just the expression on his face. Oh, my shoulder's been cut because his shoulder's been cut. It's all in the eyes. It's in the eyes. Uh, I just love that. that all three of so they name their moves, but they're not cool moves. Like, Iron Fist of the Dragon. It's like, Lazy Monkey Piss. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's like not that. even a joke, too. That, that's that in the movie. Lazy Monkey Piss. Anyway, um, they are getting beaten by Bangle Man, and suddenly they land like one hit on him and he decides to remember that all the dudes are standing up on the balcony <laughs> and calls him down on him. Uh, and just as they all land down and are about to attack him, someone else jumps into the middle of the room. In a trench coat. Who's all like... The Western Cape. Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah, with a hat. Leather jacket and stuff. And they're all like, ooh, who's that? Who's I that? thought Bloodborne for a second. Cowboy time. <laughs> Only to pull the hat off and reveal, it's Mandy! And she pissed. She pissed. She, she literally. Pissed. She monkey pissed. She, pissed. she monkey pissed. She, she, she monkey starts pissed. beating the crap out of everybody. And I, and at this point, I'm like, because I thought for a second she might have been the hero of the movie way back when, because she pulled that guy out of the the river and I, she got trained and everything. I was like, wow, is this going to be a last minute bait and switch? And it kind of is, but she yeah. still doesn't get her revenge. She seems to be like at home uh, beating on at least thirty, forty people when she got taken out by like ten earlier in the movie. Yeah. Which, uh, she wasn't prepped. Maybe she wasn't prepped back enough. then. She wasn't drunk enough. Maybe the power of opium has, has <laughs> made her stronger. Made her stronger, apparently. <laughs> so, uh. so anyway, she starts to do the beat down. Uh, Bangleman and Pal start to get involved in the action as well. Um, it's not sure that it's kind of evenly flowed, and then all of a sudden, a couch gets booted across the room. Yeah, but it's not just booted. It's like it's spinning, like it's yeah. flipping. Spinning as he, the couch has also been trained in kung fu. That's right. <laughs> It it's went to the Peking Opera School too. <laughs> <laughs> it can flip twice yeah, on the spot. It's it's one of the Yoon brothers. It's Couch Yoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slow pan reveal of 
Master Bill. Wait, Castle Tiger, Hidden Dragon? It can sit in a stance forever, though. <laughs> Special train. Uh, anyway, back to Man Bill. Man Bill. That's going to be one of your new Instagram jokes, isn't it? You got to make that one right. Can we just call Man Bill Couch Man from now on? And just ask... oh wait, wait, can we go? Is it, does he have the stick at this point? Or the, the other guy? The the no, staff. Not yet. Not All right. Yet. Not yet. No, he has a towel. No, no, no. I'm talking about the guy with the bangles. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, explain the towel, Mike. It's, no, it's not a towel. It's, it's a, a shirt. shirt. It's a shirt. It's, it's, it's a, covered in sweat. It's a wet shirt. <laughs> it's, it's covered in sweat. It's very wet. Some type of sweat. Magic sweat. All of, <laughs> all of the, the three uh, others jump to meet up with him. So they're all standing in a row, and he's got this wet shirt, uh, to which he scrunches and pours booze, obviously, drip into it, into his mouth, and starts to then hand it to his friends. To not hand it. Let's not, let's not make it sound like it's some dainty bullshit. They get underneath it and just let it run all <laughs> over their faces. Open their raining booze. I let the squeeze booze from the shirt run into their mouths. I want to describe the scene. So we have Manville holding one end of this soggy wet shirt and he hands the other end to Tack, who also is twisting this shirt. And they're twisting in such a way that copious amounts of booze are just flowing freely. And then we've got Mandy and we've All got Kip faces. Under, kneeling underneath and just like, like they're looking up expectantly like they're sucking out a mother's teeth and they're just getting drenched <laughs> from face to neck in this incredible booze. I don't think much is going in the mouth. No, I don't think much is going in their mouth either. But you know what it would have been? I think it would have been a better scene if they had all just took, taken a corner and started sucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does that at yeah, the beginning. There is yeah. four corners. Yeah. Matt, Bill, because uh, um, Kip is pretty wasted at this point because he's still high from the dart. And before they start twisting all of his shirt, he gives him the edge of his shirt and he's like, suck on this. And so, like, it's... it's, yeah, it's... As someone who has kicked a waterlogged football from time to time... <laughs> This shirt is so waterlogged. It's incredible. I, 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 I'm pretty sure there's like a vat of booze behind them and they just keep dunking it in. Because it, it appears dry at one moment and then soaking wet the next moment. This is the old school Chinese camel pack. This is what people used to wear when they were running for long distances. I spent all this tri- time trying to think of a play on words or a pun for the couch thing you guys were talking about before. Yes. And all I could think of was Rumble in the Bronx was Snuggle in the Bronx. <laughs> What? No. What's that got to do with there the couch? Go. Shocking moment number four, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have all four of them? Four of them. Four pissed, of them. Pissed from the shirt booze. Yes. <laughs> They're all pissed. So Mandy goes. Mandy and uh, Kip go after the evil brother Pal mm. because he did try and rape her. Yes. I think that's totally fair. Very righteous. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And they kicked the shit out of him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, his family's nowhere to be seen at this point. Yeah. 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 And uh, and the master and Tack obviously take on Bangleman, who at this point I think has has off. the staff. But um, with with Pow, they're chasing him all over. So there's actually they move from that moves from room to room and up some st- up the staircase and Mandy's like Jumps up and flips yeah. over, and it's actually quite cool. It's like bit. Sunny Chiba directed this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This bit is a little better. It's all over the. Fu- it, she, 
does you know like in the uh, and she's all, making monkey noises the whole time. They're all making monkey noises and doing their little finger. Uh, thing and we have to go back a bit when they're all standing around together. They're they're all working in synchronicity. They're all sort of doing the same moves at the same time. They do the same kick, the same punch, and yeah, it, it looks like the thriller dance. Cause yeah, it does because the they've also got the hands out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and they're doing like with the limp wrist type thing. It looks like thriller. Um, and somehow they're managing to beat people up. Yeah, they win. Yeah. But there's a scene where she jumps from the ground up to the... You know, like, it's one of those tea house scenes. Yeah. Where you have, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, crouching hider, crouching couch. Crouching, crouching tiger. Crouching uh, couch. Crouching, crouching couch. couch. Um, and she's, like, you know, I don't know, like... Hidden sofa. They never established that anyone can fly in this film. <laughs> Except for her. Except jumping. for her. Jumping. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know why she has problems with other baddies when she can like jump all the crap all over the place. Yeah. They, they, they got a, she was very fucking drunk when they did get her from behind. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't need any more explanation. <laughs> There's a scene where she kicks someone and her dress splits up the side. There's no reason to show that. You know, she doesn't show any skin because she's wearing pants. She, had, she already had like the you know that. Chinese she had like three layers of different clothes. She had that jacket on, then another yeah, thing, and the then other, another other thing. Side split when she did the kick. But anyway, so she beats up Manpower from up up the balcony, kicks him down to the floor. Then they come down, and she picks up a, a sword and she walks up to him, and she's about to. Hang on, hang on. You, you've missed the. You, you skipped a step here because there's still two people. The fighting. other two people are fighting the guy with the bangles. Oh, did it end? No, they, they, they're doing. They, yeah, that's going, the end. So it kind of cuts between those two fights. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we got we got Tack um, using his incredible stiff pole technique um, to turn this wet shirt into a stiff pole. Which looks like there's definitely something in it. It looks like a pole in there. Yeah, because his pole. technique was, was so like... good, he could turn this wet shirt into a stiff pole. Yeah, I got to admit, this is probably one of the better things. To how they they're really smart in how they use this. Well, they tried to use this against how the he guy. uses his pole. Yeah, like, not. <laughs> It's pole versus pole in this yeah, well, epic like, fight. No, it, like, pole when, is not quite as before, big as the other Before the pole. shirt becomes yeah, rigid, yeah. Um, yeah. with the he got wet first. It, when they're using it, like how they're trying to tie him up and and the way yeah, they, they rip the shirt, they tie him up. They, they when they tie him up, they call out monkey tail. Yeah, which means that this system requires a wet shirt to perform some of its moves. <laughs> yep, that's cor- that's correct. That is the weapon. It's one of the thirty-six <laughs> weapons of Monkey Fist. Every strip club in Australia monkey has monkey fist. tail aspects in it. Give me a wet t-shirt competition. It's not that's, that's not pornography. That's just martial arts, right there, ladies and gentlemen. It's called the monkey tail. <laughs> so they go backwards and forwards fighting and and. Um... They get, they, they get, they, they wrap the shirt around his him. arms and pull off the the bangles. That's how they get they the, bang- pull off the bangles. Yep. And no, hang they, on. they put it around his chest and it's intact. And he does this big flex and it rips the shirt. Then they wrap it around his arms and they pull off the bangles. And pull off the bangles. I just want to take a moment and just say that uh, Bangle Guy is probably nineties fit and uh, <laughs> Tack. Tack. I, I did say originally that Tack was nineties fit also, but I think he's actually two thousands fit. <laughs> Um, it is the 2000s yeah. when they released So he's appropriate. Film. He's fit appropriate. He's age fit appropriate. Um, he's not lean enough. Is there... Is there... Mm-hmm. There's a bit of oil going on, but it's not very lean. Well, no, yeah, but then that's the 2010-ish fit <laughs> is when they're like super lean. So 2000s fit is like, you know, tax 2000 fit. Uh, this guy is probably 90s fit, the bad guy, Bangles guy. He's, he's, a bit, he's a bit more ripped and a bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but he's also got a little bit... He's like, eh, 15, 16% body fat, 90s fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he still looks good. He's fit. He's just 90s fit. I don't know, man. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like you're saying that he looks... 90s fit is worse than 2000s fit. Yes. 
but I think that guy looks better than the guy you say looks 2000s fit. Well, Tack has got uh, He's pudgy, and he doesn't have any definition. Who, who, who are we talking about? I'm talking about Tack. Tack does not have any definition, Tack while is... the other guy has definition. Yeah, and he has a bigger chest. Yes, Bangles guy does have a bigger chest, but Tack's got better definition in the shoulders, in the abs, you know? Uh, anyway. But nobody, nobody, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah. So as we were saying before, we were cutting between the scenes, and it's at this point that uh, Manpower's on the floor, and Mandy has a sword. She's going to stab down into his chest, only to have the sword stopped by I, man bill i thought they were gonna do it like i would have been fine with yeah man that dude that dude's a terrible person <laughs> he made her drink two bottles of opium juice and then tried and to rape her like she is totally justified in stabbing the shit out of him and i thought they were gonna go there but no according to man bill no one's gonna die we haven't killed anyone yet yeah apart from beating the shit out of everyone apart from all the mooks that probably died yeah, yeah. Hugs, not they, 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 only, they only just wanted to make and some here's, living. Here's the thing that... Um, then we cut to the next scene after that. Um, he stopped killing... Um, Hang on, the... nobody died in that scene. I don't think no, so. No one no. died in that scene. I'm not, but there's always, there's always like going to be some guy who got hurt. people up with swords, you feel like someone's going to die. Yeah. Nobody died. Well, that's a, that's a directorial comment. Yeah, thing. that's... I think that's I feel like it's his... Hand yeah. on it. Yeah, we don't kill nobody. We don't do yeah. no drugs. Uh, that's not true Pacifism. though, because the bad guys definitely killed the, the cop. Yeah, that's no, true. the bad guys kill the cop. The good guys don't kill nobody. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So anyway, but we don't actually see that. Like, stop, yeah, he's he's no, but we know he's dead because there's a funeral. Yeah, and we know, the, but the we don't actually see him die. Like, he gets stabbed, but then he like it's fights surrounded on. by ten thousand swords. Yeah, well, I think he might come away from the the killer blow. He might come back for the sequel, High Monkey. <laughs> Where they've, they've, they've come up with a better martial art based around opium smoking. Monkeys. I can speak to the dead. And so, he's got to be blue because Luke Skywalker saw him too. So, I think we should make that film. Yeah, High Monkey. High Monkey. Um, so, so Manbuild says, okay, we're done here. Let, let's walk out the door. So they walk out the door and then it flashes forward like that's enough that they've beaten the two bosses that now they've taken control of the company again and automatically goes back in time and they're now back <laughs> now to it's a, gone to that awful now they're, now they're cowboys again. again cowboys again they're all wearing cowboy hats they're, they're wearing, wearing trench coats and trench coats again and they ride horses instead of having old cars and they have a stupid sign that always seems to be held up by everybody it's very important it's that very important so the company company signal it's i'm gonna i'm code. gonna point this out though and this is really important that i point this out right the reason they get the company back is because it was always i think it's always bill's company it's always been Bill's company. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't just go, I'm not dead, it's my company, fuck off. So he's like yeah. Danny Rand, he's been out there <laughs> yeah, exactly. the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my- but with more opium. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's the point where I don't get yeah, the, the Bangleman's place. Well, the I think the Bangleman was the setup between the, the, the white opium. dudes and the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So the Bangleman was like the client liaison officer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. yeah. Middleman. Yeah. You guys are underselling this ending. It's the Star Wars ending. <laughs> they, they walk out. They're all, they're all the, yeah. They yeah, simultaneously yeah, walk out. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing missing was a medal. None of them got a medal. Yeah, but they got a big flag. They did a stupid Street Fighter pose at the end. What the hell's up with that? Uh, Isn't everything? You know, every single oh, movie that, has this uh, kind of ending. You know that. At least uh, they didn't like go yeah at the end and jump. I want to go back about three minutes when you said hi monkey. There has to be a, a has to be a stoner parody of one of these films. There has to be And if there is Hi Monkey there will be one. What we didn't just watch a parody of a film? No, that no. was that took itself <laughs> fucking seriously. Yeah, I mean like Lao Kalyan, God rest his soul, like, you know, he did some really awesome stuff, but holy shit, like I hope he wasn't the only one responsible for this movie. <laughs> 
I feel yeah, definitely that there was two directors, like someone it, arguing. It was with such him. a clash. Yeah. The the different kind the plot A plot B were so different. Whoever was responsible, you are no Wong Jing. <laughs> That is all. It's probably a TVB I, I director. When, yeah, it comes, right. I, when I think when it comes down to this movie is I, I, the timing is because back in the 80s, the studios would generally leave you alone. Nowadays, studios are, well, after 10 years, studios got a lot more involved and they probably would have had things like budgets, delays, pressure to get the movie done. I mean, for all we know, without doing any research, this could have been like the whole thing was we want this film out by this date and he's like, well, I'm going to need at least another extra month. He goes, no, 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 just get it done. It kind of been done like with a massive budget anyway, because it's still dubbed over. There's like only three sets in yeah. the entire movie, basically, that they rearrange. So, Lao Ka Leung, how old was he in this film, do you reckon? He looked about 70? Asian. I'd say mid 60s. Mid 60s. No, older. Old, no, nah, older. I don't think so. Uh, his eyes are glassy, apart from drugs. But... He's been a 34, so what does that make him? It's only now, and back then he would have been 70 when he died, because yeah. he died. No, it was 70, so it was 70. He was 70 when he made this film. 70. 70. Well, yeah, a bit older. My maths is not great. Um, <laughs> well, 69, because, yeah, anyway. 34, 2003, 2003 69. 69. Shit, I got pretty close. There you go. Um, he looks old. He was, he was pretty old, but he was moving like a young guy. Yeah. Um, and he was also, he was involved in a lot of, like, he was on the screen. Actually, we forgot time. one point of this movie. The very last scene of this film, before it goes to credits, it's just a still of him in a t-shirt from the beginning of the film when they're doing all the stuff, just randomly, and it gets a slight pan around. So he died 10 years after this film was made. So I feel I like there's no relation to this last scene. Uh, there least, is none. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Unless maybe, they released maybe, it maybe it's after just, he died. That's his retirement shot. Well, yeah. he, I, I'm taking my step. I'm going, I'm going out. I'm retiring. See you later. That's why the whole movie is like, this is his film. Well, that's this a real bummer to go out on. Well, maybe when they were making this film, they were like, this is probably going to be his last film. He's probably going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> At least he went out on a, on a film. Like, I'd hate to have been like Cesar Romero and then die doing an episode of American Dad where your last words were dog gobbling. Literally, that was his last words, was dog gobbling. And he ends up with a, a, a hot dog on a stick in his mouth, choking to death. Uh, so what would Lao Ka Leung's have been, last words have been? His last words in the film were... Well, they weren't those because he lived for another 10 years. <laughs> in the film. <laughs> he died So who died first, Gordon Liu or him? Gordon Liu died before... Wait, Gordon Liu's dead? Yes. Shit, son. I yes. He, I, don't, I thought he was dead. He's Gordon Liu? Very oh, much dead. Oh, how very sad. <laughs> <laughs> he, he you did not know movie. this. He died in the movie, and he died in real life. <laughs> I mean, Shit. I mean, probably like ten years later. But yeah, I wonder if oh. opium was involved. Shocking moment number five. <laughs> you know what? You know what? The puppy is involved in a lot of deaths. 2012. Ah. Not- a year before. A year, a year uh-huh. after. Oh, Lau Kalin. 2013 was. Uh- Lau Kalin died. Oh, 2013. So Gordon Liu died first, which is what happens in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so prescient Shocking moment yeah. number six So wait Who died after Who died after him you. Shit You will Somebody old probably oh. And then bananas <laughs> Well look I mean Many bananas died for this cause Wait wasn't there like a, a cyclone or something That wiped the bananas out In 2014 or something <laughs> Spooky Alright Alright so That's this movie That's the end movie. of the movie That's the end of the movie Yeah um, I think we go back to our 
ongoing bit of is there any move in this movie that you yeah man I want to do lazy piss <laughs> lazy, <laughs> lazy monkey's piss I didn't even know what the fuck that move was it was just like a really lazy kick it was super lazy but it was so powerful that it kicked him out of the window <laughs> I just want to be able to do a move correctly that's called the lazy monkey piss. I want to kick a fucking couch like 20 meters <laughs> and make it spin. Spin like multiple times. Yeah. yeah. And then just say, take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty bossy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mintox. Uh, Scott? Uh, sorry. Um, for me, this is not really a move, but they're in the tunnel. And some of the henchmen literally goes, ah, and chases after him. And I fucking lost my shit when I saw that. Um, I would, I like to be able to go between um, Canton, Thai, and Mandarin subtitles. I just like the uh, the female, what's her name? Mandy, Mandy. Siuman, or whatever her stupid name is in Chinese. Siuman? Yeah. Um, shouldn't she be allowed to kick everyone's ass? She doesn't have to have like a stupid rapey scene in the middle like every other movie exactly and be saved. Right. Women in power. That's what we were saying. We were saying she doesn't need to fight the bad guy with the other guy. She's who's better than her master, probably. Yeah. Well, especially with that wound. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The unhealable yeah, wound. I would fight better, but this wound, you know, got it a year ago. And what about you, Mikey? What did you say? Um, I, I like the towel. <laughs> the wet towel. The wet towel. I want to do the wet towel. <laughs> the infinitely drinkable wet towel. Drinkable wet towel. This movie was quite entertaining. I did like though when you started it, Scott. There was like uh, one of the options was what language are we going to watch this in? Mandarin or Cantonese? And Thai. That's and right. Thai. Like Christian yeah. And we chose Cantonese. Cantonese. Yeah. Why? Does, does anybody does anybody want to say why they chose Cantonese? Because it comes before the other two letters. <laughs> no, it was the second choice. Mandarin was first. Yeah, but but yes, C does start natural, before M. Natural language of the Hong Kong movie. And I think the jokes would come out better. Maybe. We don't know the difference. Don't know the difference. I don't know. Well, you do though. I like Cantonese because yeah, it's the the language of Hong Kong, the language of Hong Kong action cinema. Every time I watch a Mandarin film, I think of Jet Li. In Bodyguard from Beijing. And I just think everybody just needs to spit and stop going, it's like, shit, son. Enunciate. Enunciate. I don't know. That's just the... the a rural language. That's the Beijing they, accent. Not really. anymore. Well, not now, but that's where they freaking took it from, the peasants. It was their peasants. Um, I'm not getting into this. I don't know. Fight each other. For those at home, that means run away, I think. I think it means run away. For not expecting much from this, I thought this was a pretty good movie. I think everybody mentioned here, it's a tale of two movies. Yeah, I would I like def- to see that yeah. first 20 minutes into its own movie. I think a Western style. Get rid of Hong that B plot. Get awesome. rid of it. Yeah, the B plot is really kind of. I thought uh, Mandy did was awesome. Mandy was awesome. Hang on. Wait. Oh, so. Um, Name, no, I forget. Just take it. Because <laughs> you know what I'm going to say This movie sucks Oh really? I don't like it oh. I spent a long time waiting for fights On the way <laughs> what? And the, you, I, I have to say like I, could make a, I think I could make a better movie By cutting out the whole of the B plot Giving Mandy 
Like, I bet you there's some Bibriel out there of her doing some training or her own montage. She needs, yeah. And she, you just do that. You don't have them in the movie at all. You just have her, and then you have her getting, him getting found by, like, the cop. Yep. And then her getting, going outside for some reason, don't, doesn't matter why, getting kidnapped, him going to find her, then him getting saved, her getting healed, and her going for vengeance. Like, it's a better film. They don't need, well, Wu Jing, they don't need his idiot brother or nephew, whoever it is. <laughs> yeah. They don't need any of that stuff. Her, Gordon Liu, and a little bit of La Ka Leung. Good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I reckon you can keep the, the two big characters. You just cut out the parents' plot, cut out the whole school plot thing. Just start with them in Canton looking for them. You don't need to know why. You don't need basketball or yeah, baseball. So cut off all that bit. Yeah, you don't need any out. of that. You don't need any of that, but you get them as them being, you know, the, the bridge between how do they know where he is. You get rid of that 20, 25 minute yeah, stupid you, you piece of shit. I've got to agree with Mikey on this one. I, I think that um, when they're in the the bad guy's base, they really start to showcase what these guys can do and, and they, they really bounce well off each other. The main thing that, that gets me, uh, and I said it right at the beginning, was they can't carry a movie on their own anyway. <laughs> And I don't think any of the other characters carry the movie on their own. Then none of them are out and out stars to carry. Yeah, I, well, no one could. This movie had had no stars. I reckon Mandy could have carried the movie. I, they could have made her a star. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like there was not really anybody in this movie. Like your normal Hong Kong movie, had at least one pretty boy or some shit to you know get the box office rolling. Are you saying one hundred fifty-three thousand HKD? Nothing to one hundred and fifty-three thousand. HKD yeah. is what this movie grossed in the box office, which is pretty shit. But they got, but they got, which is totes uh, amazing. Your ten baht though, Scott. <laughs> Twenty five thousand Australian dollars ish. I think. I'm not which sure. means unless that figure is incorrect. Which means what? Like seems really. This seems like really low. I don't know, but maybe I don't know. There were a lot of films still being made at the time, sort of. Two thousand before the bubble burst. Yeah, I don't know. Bubbles can burst. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that kind of like spun me out about this film is that it does have a very classic Hong Kong action flavor. You know what I mean? Like that choreography and the even the inconsistencies with the plot and the weird shifts in tone. I was like... That's... Yeah, it does have some of that. It does have a little bit of that old yeah. vibe. Like they've got to get a bit of everything in there to make everybody happy. It's just that all the humor fell flat for me. All it had, of it. Had rape, shift in tone... Bad teeth. No, they all had they all had rape back in the day. I don't know. The only thing missing was Harry Moles. Like a plot piece. Gotta have the crap of rape scene. I think this movie was shot really nicely. Yes. And uh, maybe it was just the transfer on the DVD, but I think it looks nicer than Fong Soyuk Two. Well, oh, yeah, there's a nice good, but there's a good too. decade in between the two. I get yeah. that, but yeah, I think. Like, and I think I think it's going to be hard to find a Fong Soyuk that's not from a bloody VHS or laser disc oh, transfer. Yeah. I thought the fight scenes were pretty good and there was one small piece of music right near the end and I was like, oh, this is some cool music because I didn't recognize or pick up on any other music cues during the rest of the film. Yeah, I thought the music was nice in some parts. Mostly forgettable. Well, it's just normal guy with a keyboard here makes some music for this no, film. No, you, you did keep saying, oh man, I really want to get some gongs. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You walk into a room here. Yeah. Every time they have the freaking B plot with the parents, they have this, what are they, like little gongs? They're doing the opera crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just thought it would be really funny if in my life that would play every time I entered a room or something. Wow, you know what, so you know what might be fun? Like if 
why don't we do that for each other just as a gag? Why don't we like I'm not I'll do the gong thing for you one time. <laughs> well, like, we'll just for a day. Music, yeah. yeah, just for a day. Like one day I'll walk around you. following you with it like the gongs. And then another another day we can all dress in suits and we can follow Christian like like we're his bodyguards. Because yeah, I know yeah, he yeah. really wants that. This is gonna be bigger than the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> I want this to be on Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, and I want like this to be out by the end of the week. We're gonna be gonging. It's gonna be the new <laughs> Gong say yok. I think on that note, it might be time to end this motherfucker. Oh, okay, see well, you guys. Thanks for, for joining us, and uh, I'm sure you'll all join us again next At time. At some point. All right. Yeah. Bye. Couch. Catch up. Couch. <laughs> Couch. <laughs>